0: How are you doing this week? You're not gonna to talk to me, are you? You're upset because I clicked that button, aren't you? <laughs> okay all right. Still, so it, welcome to Chris Problems episode ninety-six. Yeah. Most weeks we open up with some silly thing here or there, but it's been it's been a sad time. It's been a lot of horrible shit happening. And so you know, we're not gonna do that this week. Instead, really? we're gonna quickly, just briefly say, it's Halloween coming up, you know, good time of year, it's an exciting time. Never heard of it. A lot of people go dressed up in costumes, and we just, I want to i want to throw some ideas out there for, for double costumes, you know, like ideas where you can take one concept, but it works another way as well. So well, I'm assuming that we'd do graphics for this section, but if not, then let's hope the references... Graphics
1: on SoundCloud. Yeah,
0: let's hope that the, <laughs> let's hope that my description is enough, and people have enough reference material that they will... Everybody come back to this. So, do you remember the, do you remember the mid 90s cartoon Gargoyles by any chance? Yeah. Yeah, you remember Gargoyles? Yeah. Now, do you remember the character that was unintelligible and the orange one basically that, that just sort of made noises? And he had the big nose? Sure, why not? Well, if you can get hold of one of those costumes, you can paint it skin colored Theresa May. Or, failing that, take a Theresa May costume it orange, and you've got that gargoyle guy from Gargoyles. Why would? So this is going to be a little bit of a local one for Why you. Why would anyone? So, and Milton Guildford's Guildford's MP. You know who Anne Milton is, don't you? No, you don't know who Anne Milton is. What would I know? Guildford's well, MP. Have with? you seen a little-known film called Tales from the Crypt: Demon Night?
1: No, probably not. Probably okay, not well,
0: know. Billy, Billy, what you haven't seen it.
1: Probably not, I don't know, I can't remember. Oh, well, Billy <laughs>
0: Zane plays a demon up from hell, trying to get hold of a flask containing the last uh, last remaining amount of um, Christ's blood collected when he was on the cross. It's protected by Willie Sadler. That's right, got a little bit of Willie Sads in there.
1: Yeah, he was, he was in Tales from the Crypt quite often. He
0: was, he was. Um, well, a nice little costume idea. If you were to find an Anne Milton costume, <laughs> I think they probably exist, and painted orange, you could go as one of his demon minions Does this all just blood.
1: involve painting costumes orange?
0: <laughs> if you don't want to do that And you find yourself with just a Tales from the Crypt demon knight costume yeah. Go ahead just paint that skin coloured And you could be Ann Milton from Guildford
1: Yeah. get a baby costume and paint it orange yeah. And you could be the President of the United States No
0: it? we're not doing America Because they've had a bunch of shit happen oh. He's a white supremacist We don't want to talk white. about him He's an orange supremacist <laughs> He's a cunt. Come on, we're not gonna do America, because everything horrible is happening in America now. The problem is that if you could I get guns if you in B the UK to do America. <laughs> if you get guns in the UK it'd be just as bad. Hmm. But because you can't because we're sensible.
1: I dunno, Russell had a gun. Russell? Um he was a kid at our school and he's a rapper. He's a thug, and he had a gun. Yeah, but see Cedric's Belly did a song about him, it's called Russell's Got a Gun. Do
0: you know what's really funny though? Like there are guns in the UK, right? There's there's people that yeah, have... people yeah people yeah. have guns. How often do people get shot in the UK? No, not that often. Same with Australia. Australia they they have a, they had a gun amnesty like we did like years ago, yeah. and you know immediately mass shootings went down. They don't have mass shootings anymore. No, don't have people shooting each other anymore. No. Weird that, right? It's weird. And also crime rates are low because you know what they can't do. They can't murder each other with guns. Weird that, isn't it? Mm, crazy. Fucking America's backwards as shit. Anyway, on to the festivities. We're going to get straight to it today, Anne, and it's, it's my go straight first. Straight to it. It's been four minutes. It's my go first, and we're straight to it. Straight yeah. to the action. So my first review this week is uh, going to be Daredevil Season 3. Oh. Unless you want to review that. I
1: couldn't even remember what episodes you were on.
0: I know, right? This was, this was a great time for me. So I walked in, and there was foggy Nelson talking to someone, and there's so much foggy fucking Nelson in this series, you'd think it was... Marvel's Foggy Nelson the series he's he more Foggy Nelson I'm a bit Foggy on the episode order Ooh. should have got a glass bottle stuck in his head yeah and and his best friend is Seth Green no he yes. had his head cut off did he yeah Seth Green's the one with a bottle in his head did he uh, yeah because you remember he's the burrito and he's like oh that's disgusting and he go, alright I've got a quick fix for that and put duct tape around the hole uh, yeah to yeah. stuff it yeah um okay <laughs> <laughs> that- that film has one of my favourite... We're going to quickly talk about Idle Hands. I like the
1: bit with Jessica Alba.
0: Yeah, well, I like the bit... I like the bit where they put the hand in the microwave and they toast the shit out of it. Completely explodes all inside the microwave. And, and they, they're they like... They open the door and go, oh, shit, we probably shouldn't have opened that fucking door. And the hand just flies out and smashes through the window. And um, and they both look in the microwave. Obviously, it looks disgusting. They've got microwave burritos from the, from the truck station. Yeah. And... and and before Seth Rogen throws in his, his mate played by the funny Nelson guy I can't remember his name um, Penob is his name in, in Idle yeah. Hands I remember that for some reason um, he goes he goes, oh god aren't you going to clean it first and then Seth Green turns to and goes oh yeah I'm going to clean the whole fucking house whilst I'm at it <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: chucks it <laughs> in and microbes it's,
0: it I think Seth Green is slightly underrated based on just that scene because it's fucking that whole film's great Yeah, I, people don't know about Idle Hands but it's a real good film I've got that film I, I I had it on DVD. Yeah, so do I. Hey, I do you have the clear plastic weird else? one?
1: What? Do you no. have the clear
0: plastic weird? I had a clear plastic weird one.
1: Came in a DVD box.
0: Like, yeah, well, it is a DVD box, but as you know the old ones, like the CD cases that were taller, oh. kind of like the PlayStation cases they got in America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had one of those with Idle Hands on it, um, and it was a double disc, so you had to flip it to watch the special features. They wrote on both sides. That
1: sounds like you got a dodgy copy. No,
0: it wasn't dodgy. I bought it get... when it
1: came out. Really? Yeah, it's in a regular DVD box. Why well, not?
0: Maybe it's a paper case. Maybe I'm thinking of Goodfellas.
1: I think I think you got a pirated copy from the market. Maybe I got you? a
0: pirated copy from the market. Hmm. I went to the well, I went to a market where you have to pay more money and you get a higher quality case. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. So uh, yeah, we were talking about Daredevil season three. So you've seen Evan Was Ant. I? Well, I was talking about Daredevil season three. Yeah. You've seen Evan Evan you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool, great. So um, Daredevil does more Daredeviling. And and we've got our first you instance, get two Daredevils. Two Daredevils. We've got our first instance of of out and out superpowers. I'd say in this in Daredevil's really cause world, because the glowing
1: fist and iron fist. No, no, it. but
0: like in Daredevil's solo series, like the actual like because he doesn't really have any crossovers. He doesn't no. have Jessica Jones come in. He doesn't have Luke Cage coming. The um, other sort of rely on each other as Temples, Whilst Daredevil's always been the singular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, so it's the first instance of superpowers. And so obviously it's in uh, Daredevil X Machina. Uh, Daredevil number two Bullseye Yeah Well he's not called Bullseye Is he They point. never call him Bullseye no, He never says Bullseye When he hits something Call him Dex And he just, he's just a <laughs> Bullseye Like that That's yeah. the uh, Bullseye Trademark isn't it In the comics He should
1: have said Bullseye Every time he hit something Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But yeah So, so he she just said is... That's a Bullseye <laughs> 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 Snooker in you Snooker in you Tonight and That's the wrong show Oh um, so, that's a big break you friggin So presented this By is, the
1: racist Jim Davison yeah. Jim Davison's the racist Misogynistic one But Jim Bowen's like Not Just an idiot
0: Yeah he's just an old guy Yeah um, So this is potentially The third and final series For Daredevil I don't know I think there'd be more You reckon? Yeah it will just be on Disney Streaming servers
1: uh, no, I don't think everyone Thinks that rumours That's what's happening I
0: think, that, I think they just need I To make know, I, think, I
1: can't imagine Disney are going to be making You know Violent <laughs> adult Shows for their streaming service. That's They're gonna be. It's gonna be a catalog for their Disney
0: cartoons. It's backbreaking entertainment. This isn't it. Mm. Inside reference. Um, so anyway, so uh, so yeah, it's it's spectacular. I really like this. It's probably probably after the first series. So I'd, I'd say it was one, three, two in terms of order of quality. One was such a good setup for the character, and sure, it made Two had me- a
1: good first seven episodes, and then.
0: I still, no, I, Ooh. I would say that the first series was still, it had a great, I, I liked it. Yeah,
1: first series was good, but second series only has.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. second series. Yeah. It was a, I mean, second series, the best thing to come out of that was Punisher. Yeah. I, we could actually say, we could say one free Punisher then two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Daredevil is such a, such a weird choice to, to rack this whole mini Marvel universe on. and It just succeeds in every way. Yeah. I was really, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And the third season, like I said, it, it, the only reason that I say the first season is so good is going to make me care about Daredevil. I've never been the biggest fan of his comics. What? I've read a lot of Daredevil comics. How did
1: you not get into Daredevil after the Ben Affleck film?
0: I mean... It One was of a, the greatest films ever made. If anything, that deterred me more. If what? Uh, yeah.
1: I have a Ben Affleck Daredevil on have, my wall. Yeah, you do. Yeah.
0: I'm proud of you. Special. Special figure. You don't even take it down when people come over. You're quite proud of it. No, I'm quite proud of yeah. Um... <laughs> I do want to know where his costumes gone, because I didn't realise they were anatomically correct, but let's get into that another... <laughs> I licked it off. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, like, um, Daredevil, probably, probably my favourite Daredevil comic, comic most recently that I've read, and the one that sticks in my memory, is um, there was an arc he had during Superior Iron Man. Um, did you know what Superior Iron Man is?
1: Is that where Dr. Octopus got Iron Man's powers. No. Using my so, Man's body.
0: No, that's that's close though. Um, there was an Axis event which basically meant that um, the Red Skull got all the powers of Professor X by putting his brain in his head and became became a super bad guy. And he reversed the moral polarity of all characters. Oh. And for the most part it only lasted for the event, but there were a couple of characters that it carried on for. One of them was Deadpool, who became like Karma Deadpool. So he had like beads and stuff and he was more about not killing, but, you know, um saving people, which led to a really good storyline involving Apocalypse and the reborn Apocalypse. Because mm. basically Apocalypse was a kid and there were these people that were like, kill him, he's a murderer, he's all this, all that. And it's like Daredevil was trying to protect him and teach him the right way to do things. Um, but Iron Man became a monster and injected everyone with nanites by putting it into the water so that everyone in New York was in, was basically, they had these nanites inside of them. And as long as they paid $150 a day for an app, they could make themselves look however they wanted, um, and Daredevil finds out, and he's like, "Hey, I'm a blind guy, and you've got a big building. I'm going to climb that building. And I'm going to tell you off." And Iron Man's like, "Okay, tell me off," and he's like, "Listen here, you're being a prick. Stop it." And uh, Iron Man's like, "Wait, well, wait, one second. Let me just quickly." And he goes on his phone, he presses a button, and Daredevil can see, and and Daredevil's like, "Oh, oh my God, it's so much brighter than I remember." <laughs> <laughs> Immediately his synapses explode. No, he um he has a moment where he's just like I can I can see again without any without any real like repercussions. I assume that he loses superpowers.
1: I don't know what's this got to do with Daredevil season three?
0: Anyway, so Daredevil gets his ability to like, and then Tony Stark just says to him, "Look, fuck off, leave me alone, let me make some money, and you can continue to see. But if you're a prick." I'll fucking take it away. And Daredevil's like, all right, I'm going to go think about this. And he goes over and has a good old look at himself in the mirror and he's like, oh, you know what? I'm a handsome, handsome fucker. I could probably go out there, do a right, get laid. Don't need a superhero no more. In fact, I could probably be a better superhero because I could now see. Mm. <laughs> that would probably, probably be a massive help in me superheroing around this place. Uh, but then, but then he's like, he goes back to Tony Stark's building. I assume he climbs the side of the building <laughs> to get back in again. And he's like, Tony Stark, Fuck you, and Tony says like, well, bye, and then takes away his sight, and then he's just he's blind again. And that's the end of the story. I think they try and fight, but Tony Stark just beats the shit up him gets just a blind mm-hmm. guy, who probably probably had a real good time for a day or so. What's I gotta
1: do a Daredevil season three?
0: So uh that's probably the most memorable storyline for Daredevil that I have like that's probably the reference point for Daredevil storylines. It's like a really? it's like a one shot from an event. There wasn't even an event. It was just to follow one series from an event. Anyway, so uh, so yeah. So now I can say that I I genuinely like the origin story they gave. Well, I like the um, the first series that they had here, and I'm more interested now in the Daredevil and and, and Deadpool Deadpool dynamic. I'm really sick of the Daredevil, fucking Deadpool. Daredevil and Bullseye dynamic. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! I really, you really watched the show.
0: Yes. I really fucking hate The Elektra death And so many of their comics Just hinge on that They're just retellings of that Fucking story I think
1: Frank Miller invented Elektra just so she could die So yeah. Daredevil could go A bit darker yeah. And then the comics were like Oh people like Elektra Let's just bring her back Five million Ugh. times And put her in the hand Hey and Jennifer Garner What are you up to? Yeah.
0: You, wanna do, you wanna do some sequels? We'll do an Elektra movie
2: Wake me up inside I
0: can't let go
2: Wake me up inside me.
0: I'm cutting uh. sandbags Anyway Daredevil season 3 it's not quite a Tom Atkins, but I'm going to say that it's it's it is definitely it's definitely a Meryl Streep. It's good, it's real good. It's not not perfection. There's some missteps.
1: Is there really?
0: Yeah, it's a real mama, my, mama, mama, Maya, mama Mia. Here we go again. My my, how could I resist you? Another series of Dead Daredevil, season four. Foggy Nelson turns dark. Evil Foggy. Maybe you'll
1: get his superpowers.
0: What's his superpower? (laughs) Lawyering. He already has super lawyering.
1: Oh. He makes a really nice ham sandwich.
0: He's really good good at taking selfies. Yeah. Real good at taking selfies. done a lot of that in this series. Does it once? That policeman does a real good selfie.
1: What? He does his one selfie.
0: That policeman had a vlog, didn't he? Because he had multiple videos. Oh. Do you think he released him over the course of a week? Like he had, because he must have had a lot of time between getting home and then Dex turning up. Do you think he did like a makeup? Tutorial the the FBI agent,
1: yeah, Dean, yeah, he's not a policeman. FBI agents aren't policemen, officers. Aren't they? Well, then the FBI agents. Jeez, kids today.
0: Some would say they're criminals.
1: Anyway, your review, Ant. That is that all you got for it? You wanted to talk about Superior, Iron Man, for half of it, and then just go, dead it's are all you, right. Like, are
0: you suddenly getting up on your high horse about how I structure my reviews? There wasn't a review you there. You knew what you were getting into when you... Oh, my God. It's been four years. How are you not used to this? Jesus. Do you want to go back and review it more clearly? No, just try on
1: the next one. Just okay. see if you can stay on subject, all okay? Right. It's just worth a try.
2: Okay. Oh,
0: my Jesus.
1: All right. Well, it's almost Halloween. Woo! So, I watched a horror movie.
0: You watched some spookums.
1: I watched... Do you know what film I watched? What film do you watch? Jigsaw. So, really? <laughs> yeah, I decided to watch Jigsaw. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as people may not know this, I don't like the Saw films, but I've watched every single one of them. Yeah. And they're still going. Saw Jigsaw is the eighth Saw film. There are eight Saw films now. Yeah, and um, they sort of ended on the seventh one. There was actually like a, actually the sixth one had a conclusion, and then the seventh one had another conclusion. Well, the sixth whatever. one had
0: a conclusion, then the seventh one was like we
1: need to do it in three D
0: now. Just just do a bow. It's Let's a conclusion a with three D. <laughs> well, yeah. the the seventh one, yeah,
1: yeah, it's not what good. What were they? Chester Bennington was in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. So this one, the story thing goes. It's like some guy he sets off a thing at the start. He's like. I've got to set off this game, if I don't start the game then Jigsaw's going to do a thing and yeah. then pff, it's like, Jigsaw doesn't, he's dead he's been dead for ten years mm. um, and then this game happens and stuff and that's just plot twists
0: That's all they are It's just a series of plot twists there's a, there's a pl- Plot twists and, schno- and spooks. It's a
1: series of, oh is this guy behind it? Is this which one of these ones is going to be Jigsaw's 500 of f- assistant? Yeah, gosh. Um And you know, it You've just There's so many of them Yeah, but in the grand scheme of all the Saw films, some of them are absolutely atrocious. Like, yeah. Saw 5 is possibly one of the worst things I've ever watched. Which one's Saw 5? That's the one Julie Benz is in. Um, the one where it's like a whole bunch of them working their way through a building. They've all got traps to set off. and I then... actually didn't
0: mind that one. It's terrible.
1: It's got that police officer who can't act for his save his life and he gets crushed at the end. It's awful. Yeah, I didn't mind I like that I liked it one. when he got crushed. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, he got squished, and then in the next episode they put next film they pull his his yeah, episode really isn't it? It's a TV yeah, series. Yeah, they open it up and he's all this is uh, squished body. Yeah, um, I'm all doing. Nah. Um, the four and five are terrible. Six is legitimately a really good film. Like, it's shocking how good sixth one is. It's got, it's got a theme and a plot. Which got, one's
0: the sixth one? Is that the one with the lawyer? No, it's the insurance guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's actually got a plot, and the second one's all right. First one's the best one, obviously. It's the only one that stands alone on its own and see works as a film. I'd like, say something. Yeah, second one's good, solid. Third one, yeah. Right. But Jigsaw is like... It's not as good as the second or sixth one. It's sort of around the third one. It's all right. It's watchable. It's fine. It's another one. Um, you know, there's... This, I mean, not to spoil the plot twist or anything. I'm going to spoil the entire plot twist. Mm. Um, the whole thing you're seeing where people are going through traps and stuff... Actually happened ten years ago <laughs> da, da, da. And all the bodies you've seen turn up Have been on a smaller trap That this the main bad guy has been doing To test him out to make sure he is as good as Jigsaw And that he can pull off Jigsaw's crazy schemes mm. And stuff Because it turns out he was yet another assistant to Jigsaw mm. Assistant five million there, there was just And he had a lot of time between chemotherapy treatments Didn't he? <laughs>
0: That guy. You did have quite a bit of time just to go and check people out. Like, isn't the scale something like, like there's supposed to be like two years
1: between when he's diagnosed with cancer and when he dies in those films, isn't it? Like, the first Saw sort of film is meant to take place about a year after he's diagnosed with cancer, and then two happens not long after that, and then three, four, and five are like within the space of about a month, aren't they? They all happen really close to each other.
0: Yeah. Well, isn't no two, three, and four are all happening at the same time?
1: I think for, maybe, but there's there's a whole bunch of stuff where it's like all things happen at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all with a really Game close. Two, three, it happened yeah. at the exact same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um,
1: he just oh God, he, he's a busy bastard. How did he build that much? It, surely you could have caught this guy by going right. Who's been buying shit tons of scrap metal? <laughs> like who's been
0: buying all these rusty chains?
1: <laughs> yeah, all these blades. My goodness, you have brought a lot of swords. Knives I and mean, who's like you could have picked him up on the bulk order of um, freaking syringes like that he did in Saw Two. No, now, that's suspicious. Waste department. Yeah, just have
0: those left over from operations.
1: Yeah, there's some good, there are fun traps in this one though. Like the the cables get wrapped around the guy's leg and he's got to pull a lever to cut his leg off to yeah. save the other guys from dying. And they're like, you know, all the all the sand, all the grains building up yeah, around him, and then it just starts dropping blades at them, which is funny. um you know, and it's it's a fun film. It's a bit more fun than the other Saw films. It spends less time going, ooh, uh torture, pain. But um, his these traps in these films, whenever there's multiple people in them, it sure does rely on the right person dying at the right time, yeah. doesn't it? There's never a situation where someone presses a button and goes, hello, John, it says, my name's Tim. Yeah. Like, it's hey, like, James. Oh, what? John died earlier. Yeah, James definitely died. Yeah.
0: James was dead before he even began.
1: My favourite bit is where the real killer behind it is sitting there and they're going, oh no, this voice on this tape is definitely Jigsaw's. Yeah. And you see him there using Audacity to edit. Yeah. The voice on just He's on... just like, tra- normalised, <laughs> <Yeah>. done. <laughs> he's just like clipping it together and he's like, uh, he's, he's sorted it out.
0: I like the fact that <sighs> they just a fade in away from being Jigsaw killers. That's just... all it is. You, you do the wrong fade in and you go insane. You start yeah. making traps.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's another one. I, I mean if you like the Saw films you've got problems but you know you, you can watch it and it'll be fine yeah it's a fun if you like Saw 1 and 2 then this one is another one you can watch and it's fine the 6th one is the only one that's worth watching out of all the sequels the only one that's actually decent plus it's got that guy melting at the end when all the acid yeah g- the acid s- goes <laughs> into his
0: back you get something they, it reminds
1: they, me they... of the bit in Gantz when the girl gets the acid
0: splash oh, on yeah, yeah, and she splits she's there. um yeah,
1: but, you know, it's a film. It exists. It's, it's on Netflix,
0: isn't it? That's why you watched it. Yeah, because yeah. it's just
1: bored. Um, like, it's... What are you supposed to say about it? I mean, it looks exactly like all the other films. You know, it's green. Like, the yeah. whole film's green. Um, all the actors in it are just, like, bizarrely intense all the time. and yeah. Just, there's never... <laughs> I love how there's never... Any actors you recognise in these films. Judy Benz I only recognised in Saw 5, because she was in Dexter at the time. Yeah. That's the only reason you recognise. And Chester Bennington in Saw 7. Yeah. So what other ones were there? The first film had Danny Glover. Yeah. And that was because no one was employing Danny Glover. I also had the dude
0: from Inhumans, the one who could tell what was going to happen a few seconds ahead of time. Really? Yeah, he's in it. He plays the detective who helps Figgy. Oh, well, I don't know. Um,
1: Inhumans only just came on last year. You've got...
0: One of the ones in the second series is... Um, in the second film In the second film, sorry <laughs> Series You're saying they're like
1: TV Yeah like TV I know
0: Donny. One of the Wahlbergs Is in the second Donnie one Donnie Wahlberg isn't? is in yeah. like Four of them Because he, no, he's... he's in the second one He's in the third one Briefly he's in the third one And isn't then he? he's briefly Oh yes yeah, so And then he three. dies in one of the others, he, di- he dies in the third No, he dies in the fourth one Does
1: he? Yeah Yeah, God, it's been years Since I've watched it I know, right
0: So so My um, favourite
1: bit of the second one is he goes, where's my son? And he's like, he's in a safe place And he turns his head and the camera pans over yeah, to side. safe. Yeah, he
0: looks down at the safe, and
1: he's like, yeah, what do you, to you the mean? Safe. And at that point, I was like, oh, so it's already he's all in happened the safe, then. Yeah, he's in the safe. Same plot twist in Jigsaw, isn't it? It's just, it's already happened. Same plot twist as, uh, was it The Final Destination that ends with them about to get on the plane? And That's it's, actually quite good, though. <laughs> it's clever, yeah. yeah, and it's before the first film, yeah. and Devon Sarr was like,
0: get us off the plane. So, yeah. I, Jigsaw. I, I... Eh, it's, it's out. My problem, like, <laughs> just the, the only problem I have of it is six and seven feel very similar and the main character in seven is It's Patrick meant to be like Vannery. they think some sort of cult's kicking off, isn't it, in yeah. the seventh one or something. In seven it's the guy who fakes it, he says that he had hooks that went into his pecs and he had to lift himself up. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, do it. And he's like, Oh shit, I made that up. <laughs> I didn't really do it. And um and like he wrote a book and all this other shit and like yeah. Uh, Carrie is in it. Remember, don't forget Carrie Ulls. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. first one, and in the seven, and in yeah. seven, yeah, yeah spoilers. Yeah. I mean, like the problem I have with six and seven is they feel so cheap. Six one's fine, it's fine. Yeah. No, sorry, it's... seven and eight, seven and Jigsaw, Jigsaw yeah, they're both yeah, low low feel low. But... so cheap. Yeah, yeah
1: both so, like... Jigsaw feels like it was filmed in between episodes of CSI by the yeah. same crew. It's <laughs> like. It's just, it's just like, the morgue set's been used for CSI. Let's move someone else I'm in film sure, the jigsaw like, things. You know, like,
0: where they're having the meeting in, like, the church? It looks green screen. Hmm. Like, there's a shot where it's behind the guy's head and everything looks out of... It's out digital
1: of, cameras these days, man. You reckon? Yeah, or it's using just... fake depth of field and stuff.
0: But I would say, I'd say that anywhere you've got a group of people and they're all working towards the same task, they're the highlights. I think one is, one sticks in people's minds because it was so fresh. Yeah, one one does him. for,
1: like, horror films what Cube does for sci-fi yeah. films. It's like it sticks out and if works. If you
0: were around at that time, then you saw Saw. Hmm. Like, regardless of your age, I think from anyone from 12 up, you saw Saw somehow. Yeah. Um, Did we see Saw? Seesaw, yeah. Um, think I, see-saw. I, I would say that two, um, five and six... I saw two of, in
1: the cinema. I Ooh. saw two in the cinema as
0: well. Ooh, classic. Yeah, it I Yeah, I actually saw these up until about four. Yeah. No, sorry, up until five. I think I saw them in the cinema. And it was five, was the one where it was the cop. And he had like stupid shit, like, oh. They're this really bulky
1: cop. He's yeah. Butch. Like massive, he. Massive, yeah. like, fucking thing. He looked kingdom. like someone he would have been on, like, one episode of Dean Warrior Princess as yeah. one of Hercules' friends or something. And
0: he had that one trap. I remember there's a trap where a woman's got her hair caught into a thing. Oh, yeah. And he just shoots the machine. And I was like, just put something in between the gears. Like, <laughs> we. What's shooting gonna do? It's gonna fucking, it's not gonna do anything. It's a machine. It's not a perp. It's not gonna lie down and die. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, jigsaw, I just, I didn't like it because it did just feel cheap. But saying that, I, I, I agree with you. There's some inventive shit in there that I like. I fucking hate that bike trap.
1: Oh yeah. And the coil thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they keep doing this thing where they use these horrible that things. That only
1: goes wrong because he starts moving.
0: Yeah. He, he'd be fine. He'd just come out the bottom if he didn't move. Yeah. Just do like that, and then just you're out. Uh, but the, the like the problem is that they they still no one knows how to edit. They keep giving this to like students. They have Final Cut Pro. It's not got, like, as bad. Look, slide cuts. Man, nowadays, <laughs> if, smash cuts. If you can watch the film and
1: you can understand what's going on, that's passable yeah. nowadays. Yeah. But like, I showed Paul scene from Transformers last night the other day, yeah. and like absolutely baffled by it. He was
0: he was like, what is going on in this? Yes. So um. I've bought, I bought an, I bought an Apple TV thing that's getting delivered. Um, because it turns out a bunch of films on new on, um, on Apple, on iTunes. Mm. And they did a thing recently where, cause I used to have an iPad and, 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 the little fucking thing that connected up to your TV before. Yeah. Um, basically all the films I had in HD, if they've been released in 4K for the format, they've gone up to 4K. Oh, that's nice. So I had like 10, 15 films. That oh, does that
1: mean there. I might be able to watch The Wolverine in yeah. 4K? And Up oh, yeah. They're probably the only times i ever claimed films On iTunes um, I've st- pinched my uncle's Copy of the Wolverine And just used the code Because no. he hasn't got a computer so.
0: so basically All of those All of those got up, upscaled for free And and like
1: Have you got Transformers The Last Night in there?
0: Yeah like, Watch I got, it No basically Transformers The <laughs> Last Night So you know like Sometimes on eBay People sell the digital codes For stuff Yeah Someone someone put a digital code For the 4K UHD version of Transformers The Last Night For iTunes Hmm they put it up for 50p. And I jokingly made a bid of 50p. Seven days later, I've won a fucking 4K copy. Fucking... I just... No, it was one of those things where I was like, I am genuinely curious as to how good it looks in 4K because I've heard good things about it as a it 4K It doesn't look film. good. But it's just going to be headache-inducing. I still haven't seen it all the way through, so it's going to be exciting. Can't it's wait. horrific. Can't wait to... Can't wait to... It's nearly three hours long. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunches. Anyway, and you're excited you... to go see Bumblebee.
1: Yeah, actually looks decent. I mean it's Travis McKnight, like
0: has he done? Cuba and the
1: Two Strings. Oh great film. Yeah, do you know who directed uh no, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, you review something.
0: Okay. My next review is going to be a doozy. I know a lot of people are excited about this, so mm. um so I on Friday night went to go see a movie, didn't I, Ant? What movie did I go see?
1: Mamma Mia Two, oh, yeah. here we go again.
0: It's not really effective here, is it? I went to go see *Bohemian Rhapsody*, oh. the Queen film, uh, the film, the film about Brian May being just an all-round nice guy and Freddie Mercury loving drugs and dudes. Drugs. So many dudes. Yeah. Just plows through. Um, no, I. I What's well,
1: the most effective way to?
0: Yeah. Pound in it. Um, so I like every other person in Britain is aware of Queen I grew up listening to a lot of music by Queen
1: I remember when they were alive yeah, yeah I'm yeah, old enough to remember when Freddie Mercury was alive yeah there you go he used to show his concerts on TV it was a big event yeah and they yeah. do Hyde Park and stuff yeah um Eighty-seven. jeez, it was 88 when he died, 89? No,
0: 91. Was it? Yeah, Gee, that one 91, bloody yeah. Because his Nebworth concert, the final final big gig, was 91, wasn't it? Yeah, something, yeah. yeah that's when David on
1: Bowie, come, the, the underpressed
0: jet. Yeah, I got it <laughs> on DVD, and, uh, and I watched it watched it when they released it on DVD, a special 20th anniversary thing, 2011, remember? Blimey. Never forget, 2011, September. Uh so um so yeah, so uh, it's a weird film. film. It's a biopic By an American about the very British institution, Queen. They are an institution, aren't they? I would say yeah. that they are
1: But they they were huge in America and then when people when they did um, the video for I Want to Break Free and it was like, hang on a sec, I think this Freddie Mercury's one of them queers. What suddenly their sales like plummeted and they were blacklisted from everything in America.
0: Yeah, they touch on that on yeah. um, in the film. So so for anyone who's not aware Queen, big rock band they did, Bohemian Rhapsody was one of the bigger Really? Hits.
3: People don't haven't heard
1: no,
0: of Queen? I think there are people out there probably now that are young yeah. enough that they haven't heard of Queen or they have they have but they aren't aware of who they are. Um and this is the story of the lead singer mostly. Um Farouk uh God was I don't wanna I don't wanna butcher his original name, but his He's dubbed himself Freddie Mercury and he, yeah. you, you sort of, you meet him as he's waiting to get on a, get on a old bus to go to work and he goes and he works down the factory or he works down the yard and he's, he's just sort of helping out with stuff around there to earn a bit of cash. Keesh. Um, Quiche. and he spends his nights going to student bars and seeing the new bands and such. No. So, um, we get a little bit of like, so one of the things that there was a lot of in the, when he was younger was racism. And obviously he's born from uh, his, his parents were both, um, both Muslim. Mm. Well, uh, they had a really weird religion. I can't remember the name of it. I don't mean weird. Like the name is very odd. It's a very secular type of Muslim, I believe. Uh, But he like, you get a little touch of, of how people treated him. And obviously he had a bit of a strange look. He had big teeth and he wasn't really what your traditional rock star. And he spoke very strangely so because of his teeth but he could sing very very well mm. he sort of learned to project his voice beyond his his teeth and such but everyday talking so had issues and it's a story of him and his bandmates now we meet them just as their lead singer is quitting to go and join another band and then Freddie Mercury comes in and then they get Deacon is it Deacon the name of the bassist
1: I can not remember.
0: Um, but anyway, so he's played by the kid from Jurassic Park I told you about this. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Freddie Mercury played by Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. Remy Malik. and he does a great fucking job. Yeah. He doesn't quite look the point for like Freddie Mercury, but like his mannerisms, the way he acts, really 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 fucking good. Hmm. Um, and also his accent's not bad. I was expecting a fucking butcher job because you know like for some reason just English... do an
1: American accent fuck it <laughs> for some reason they English claim people... everything else
0: yeah exactly English people can go over and do do a, an American accent really easily apparently because we all do an alright job but then you get fucking people from America come over and they go
2: well heaven, bottom, what
0: you got fucking... to do to an American accent it sound like an asshole yeah you just you just drop a tone you get a little bit deeper and you just mumble everything
1: worked for uh, friggin what's his face you Laurie
2: I, I got Parasite! I
1: got I parasites! <laughs> Who sent over there? Charlie Cox, Hugh Laurie, <laughs> fucking Andrew... What's his face from Walking Dead? Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. Curl. It's just endlessly sending English people to America to take Girl their job. Watch out for
0: the zombie car. Curl. Car. Curl. Car. Car, Anyway, back to Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a great fucking movie. It's really good. I didn't know a lot of the stuff about Freddie Mercury's life. I had... In a really weird fashion, I knew about Leo Sayer and his weird shit with, like, his... But... No, Leo Sayer has that weird thing where he's not very public anymore. Hmm. And a lot of it comes from the fact that his manager is also his partner. So there's, like, not much contact with Leo directly. And you get a hint of that during this. There's a person who's with a band very early on. They come on to Freddie Mercury before he's... Realise he's gay and when he's still dating Mary which is his previous, what is it, the woman he marries um, and then when he starts to realise his sexuality he all sort of falls apart and it's it, it, the whole band there was a lot of like chaos but they were much like David Bowie they're very much the chameleon rock stars Queen jumped through different genres not so fluidly
1: no, they were literally going from like early stages of fresh metal type sound. Because it was sheer heart attack. It's like yeah. loads of it is like the early stuff fresh, yeah. and then it's just like, "Can we have an orchestra?
0: Yeah, fuck it. Do you want strings? Well, that's, why not? Pianos? That's, that's fuck in, it. Yeah, that's in there. So that's, our that's song's
1: re- eight minutes long. They're never going to play it out on the radio. They're going to play it in its entirety multiple times a day. Oddly
0: enough, played by Mike Myers, that guy. So they've got a scouts manager, not Scouse manager, Scouse record record label. Oh, i have
1: used to play a Scottish person. And
0: right. he plays no, he, he doesn't he doesn't write job. I didn't mm. realise it was him in the trailer. My, my, I didn't realize grew up in Britain. He's... Yeah, I know he did. He's he's actually British. Mm. Well he's Scottish.
1: Yeah he's Scottish. Isn't he? Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah like all in all it's it's it, it is emotional. It gave me a little bit of a little bit of a, an emotional response. No tears, nothing like that. Disgusting. But um but yeah it's it is really fucking good. Um it's not it's not the perfect film as a biopic. So there's always gonna be they like. They they make the bad stuff not look so bad, and they make the good stuff look really good. And everyone comes off as a saint if they're still alive, you know. It's that sort of film.
1: Yeah, well, apparently Sasha Baron Cohen quit the film because Brian May and all that wanted um, certain facts to be glossed over. A yeah, bunch.
0: like you get a sense of that. Yeah, and also the writing process. Everyone knows
1: the best biopic is the biopic of Def Leppard. That film is amazing.
0: <laughs> you get what you mean. Uh, it was. Um,
1: Oh, it's cool. He's got a bit where he crashes the card, he's just yeah. stood there walking around with his arm off.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's like, rrr, 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 my arm.
1: Um, <laughs> fucking hell, mate. lost so some fucking arm. Uh, but yeah, like, He would still be
0: in the band, but he's only got one arm.
2: John <laughs>
1: from the Flippers only got one arm.
0: John from the Flippers only got one arm. All in all, yeah. it's really fucking good. Yeah. It's good if you're a fan of Queen, but it is... I, I wouldn't take this... I, I think that this should be... This is going to be great because it's a stepping in point for anyone who isn't familiar with Queen and all their music. Um but if you're if you watch this and you don't feel the need to read on or watch more documentaries then I think that you're taking away the wrong thing from it.
1: Hysteria the Def Leppard story. That's yeah. the Def Leppard biopic I saw. I think Anthony Michael Hall was in it, by me.
0: One of the things that was most interesting from this was I remembered, I've seen the live aid performance. Everyone's seen the live aid performance they did. Um, but I also, they don't go into the Nebworth stuff. So, you know how Nebworth, they were the ones previously to hold the record for most people going to a live, mm. live, like a live concert. And yeah. they had the 1991 Wembley performance that was the, the final, final performance of Freddie Mercury. And like, they don't go into that stuff. They, they, he tells you. It's just them concert. He has AIDS. He tells him he's got AIDS. He, they have like a very emotional, emotional <laughs> moment where they all hug each other, which I think is again. you
1: know that the word AIDS first started appearing in print in the year I was born? I really? found that out this week, thanks to Merriam-Webster's dictionary well, there website. Go. There you go, fantastic. And
0: phone sex. Wait! Yeah. you get the best ones. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Beaming Around. AIDS. I recommend anyone who's got interest in music watch this. I recommend anyone who likes biopics watch this. I recommend anyone who's a, he, even the slightest fan of Queen to watch this because it is good. Um, but I would also say there is a lot of additional reading that needs to be done if you if you really are interested in the band, because there is stuff in here like It Jim, does sound
1: like the sort of biopic where if it hadn't got picked up by Brian Singh, it probably would not end up, end up be it, becoming a lifetime movie or something. Yeah, some this point. is
0: this is the kind of thing I can genuinely see this being a BBC movie. Yeah. If they didn't have well, that yeah, if they just yeah. didn't do the live eight sequence, it it would be possible to shoot this on a very low budget. Yeah. And it's but I think that it... If that was the case, I think that it would it would suffer. He plays
1: suffer. Brian May in it. pun He plays Brian May in it.
0: There's some unknown, but he looks just like him, and he does a really good job. Can get
1: a poodle to play Brian May.
0: <laughs> See, Brian May is one of those weird people that I don't know if he's a nice guy or if he's not because he does a lot of nice guy shit, but then he's also he seems a bit weird. I've met him a couple of times doing the like the wildlife rock stuff. Yeah, and he is he comes across as a strange guy. but He's very tall, so I wouldn't. I
1: wouldn't fight him on it. Lee, apparently. Yeah, there you go. Who's in, uh, Stuff. He's in quite a few things. Is he? Giles, apparently. Something called Giles.
0: Oh, yeah, I thought that was something to do with... Agency, Last
1: Witness, Jamestown.
0: Yeah, he's just a UK actor.
1: And, uh, he's the voice of Desiree the Manslayer
0: in Dragon Quest Heroes. There you go, there you go. And Final (laughs) Fantasy.
1: He's Sid.
2: Hey!
0: (laughs) Yeah. See? Uh, but yeah, like, um... Oh, shit, he's in Isle of Dogs. Is he? Who's he yeah, film Christian
1: Slayer, them? DC block. It's in Isle of Dogs, the Christian Slayer. Is it Christian Slayer, isn't
0: it? Oh, right. It's not, uh, it's not the film Isle of Dogs by... No, no it's got uh, a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a weirdly specific recommend. I can't really give this too high an accolade. And also, once again, I think it does, it supplements the truth with a lot of just fluff and icing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give this I am going to give Well there this... you go it
1: gives me my 5 seconds of silence <laughs> I can use for <laughs> Sorry that. shit to sorry.
0: um oh god oh, oh no oh, yeah, you got your nonsense
1: think... frigging rating system who came uh, up with this You did Jesus
0: I'm going to give this um Malik. Malek <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rami Malik. no um I'm going to give I'm going to give this to Matthew McConaughey I've used this yeah. before yeah. yeah Yeah it's it's a good good place to be and i like i would like it to be a bit more factually accurate i'd like it to be a little bit grittier but i can see what they've tried to do and i can see why they've tried to do it that way because it is a celebration of Queen. it's not meant to be a defamation it's meant to be a celebration defecation it's and it it really is a celebration of queen it's Mm. and it's the characters more than it is fact
1: you gotta make the film for all the uh, mums and aunties to go see and clap along with and oh god they use the
0: p word if you're not from the UK, it's it's a racist term for people that come from Pakistan, and it, uh, they use it, and it's like a fucking knife. Yeah. I hated what my parents used to say it. My parents are those types that are fucking, like, from the 60s and 50s. They fucking, they think it's all right, and it's not all right. It's fucking horrible to hear. I don't like hearing any sort of racial shit. They said it
1: in Doctor Who last week. Did they? Yeah. Oh, God. But it was all about racism last yeah, week. Yeah,
0: and people complained about it. That no, was really good. Yeah, I know, but people complained about it. They were like, oh, I don't treat any of Doctor Who for racism. It's like, oh no, you just watched fucking Donald Trump, you cunt. <laughs> fucking stupid racist cunts. I Do you hear mind about mind. that guy on the plane? What? Do you hear about that guy on the plane? Oh, yeah, he was yeah. like fucking swearing at that poor woman. And mm-hmm. he comes on TV and he's like... I'm not racist. I was angry. It's like, yeah, you were angry because a person of colour was sitting next to you, racist fuck, you stupid old fuck, you fucking cunt.
1: He said, I had probably a little bit too much to drink. Oh, yeah,
0: a little bit too much to drink it's so he becomes alcohol a racist. You, yeah, yeah. the alcohol makes you racist. Yeah, oh, I fucking forgot. The Incredible Hulk's a story of a flippant drunk. Because
1: alcohol is very well known for making you, like, not be... Yeah. To You know, it, it doesn't inhibit you know, your know know ambitions. Right? the most
0: <laughs> damning thing about this shit is we wrote a horror story in the fucking Victorian times about a guy... Who drank too much became a f- an actual literal monster, hmm. and he didn't discriminately fucking murder people of color. He murdered everyone. Yeah. Jekyll and Hyde. Read it, you racist cunts.
1: Oh, like Jekyll and Hyde! You know I was Sean Young in it. Classic film.
0: I'm thinking of L X G. That classic L X G. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. L X G. Oh dear,
1: the film that made Sean Connery retire.
0: Hey, Age made Sean Connery retire.
1: No, no, it was that film, specifically. <laughs> age,
0: he realised that he was going senile because he mm. picked such a shit film. Mm. He's like, oh no, what happened to me? I don't know what that was. It wasn't being
1: in The Avengers, with the one with um, Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes, where he wears a teddy bear suit for part and, of the film. And it
0: wasn't the one where he, he had to turn to someone and goes, I'll be up in the sky. <laughs> oh, good old Connery. My name's Draco. <laughs>
1: He was almost Spock's brother in Star Trek. Really? In Star Trek V, The Search for Spock. Oh, that's, that'd be yeah, great. He would have been Cybok. See, I am a Star Trek. Right. Uh what's I review? So what's your review? Uh, I've got to quickly review the new WWE show that they All started right. two weeks ago. Been going a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, they have started a UK wrestling show, finally. After years and years of it being rumoured that they're going to do one, they did one. It's called NXT UK. Half the wrestlers seem to be Australian. Nah, and, like, about half, two of the women... Were, but um yeah. So they've got a UK show. It's done in tiny little UK venues where, like, they clearly aren't built for wrestling. Rings they are built for darts. Yeah. So like, on the first well, the first couple of shows because they film a bunch of them in one go, and it's like you know split up into hour-long shows for the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, the first show is like it's so cramped. There's like a stage area, and so the ramp coming out from the stage, like it normally does, it goes alongside the stage, and then there's like one foot to the ring. And then either side of the ring, there's like two rows of seats oh. before you hit a wall. Yeah. And then there's like a bunch of seats behind it. So they could put the camera in a position and get that TV <laughs> shot where it looks like there's a bunch of people watching, but there's like five people either side of the ring and that's
0: it. So it sounds a lot like GLOW.
1: They're trying their best. <laughs> um, but it's it's cool though. It's great because they brought... It's good to see a show because a couple of years ago, they did the whole UK tournament and they had Tyler Bate win the championship and there's Pete Dunne and they had a whole bunch of British wrestlers. Having good matches and stuff, and then they've done hardly anything with them. They've like cropped up on NXT every now and again, and that's about it.
0: Well, there's so, a lot of rumors about this stuff for a long time, just because that was so successful.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really good. Mm. But um, yeah, so now they've done the show, and so far it's nice, like, pretty fast pace. The matches are going quite quickly. They, you know, they get about three, four matches in a show and a promo, which is a lot for one hour. Um, the GM of the show is Johnny Saint, who is like a wrestler from. The UK days back in the 70s and early 80s, if like if you if you're old enough to remember World of Sport when it was on back then, the days of um, Shirley Crabtree, you know, Giant Haystacks, Big Daddy, Kendo Nagasaki, and all that sort of stuff. Johnny Saint was around that period, um, and they've got him as the GM of the show, but he barely says anything because he doesn't really like British wrestlers weren't often talkers. Um, yeah, Brian Glover was when they had Brian Glover in the ring, they'd let him talk because he's Brian fucking Glover. And Brian Glover, he knows full well that there is no fucking aliens on that space station and then he gets sucked up through the air vent. Yeah. Um, and there's also that time he um, had a go at that kid for having a kestrel. Oh, Kes. <laughs> yeah. Good old Brian Glover. Hi
2: there, Kez. Hello, kids, yeah, Hey, kiss. Hey,
1: um, But yeah, Johnny Saint wasn't in that. Johnny Saint's a wrestler. This is really um,
0: the, this is the most British episode we've done so far.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, it's good. Um, the best thing is Tony Storm's butt. Um, it's good they've got Tony Storm. She's a lovely lady. And she has a healthy bottom, and I'm fine with that. She's, absolutely fine she's with that. Like cracking crack. Yeah, she's like Australian, but she she I think she's like her, one she's of her parents is British or something. She's like, we, 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 Um
3: she's But
1: the good main event on the first week it was Pete Dunne versus Noam Dar, who's an Irish, Scottish wrestler. Um, and they had a nice long match, lots of nasty. Pete Dunne likes to grab people's fingers and twist them around and stuff, Ooh. which looks all nasty and... Like, set their hand up so their fingers are pointing down and stamp on the back of their foot. Oh. Shit like that. Nasty stuff. Pete Dunne's a nasty boy. Surely that's illegal. You'd think so. He gets away with it somehow, that rotter. Boo. Oh, hiss. God.
0: I bet he goes up to the ref and he goes, Oi, ref. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a cracking pair of norks over that way. And the ref's like, Oh, God, me, I'll have a look at these norks. And then whilst he's turning around, he goes, Quickly, elaborate move. And then gets his hand in place and treads on it and stuff. And he's like, Are you looking at those norks? And he's like, oh, I've seen the Norks. I'm looking at the Norks. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to fucking do it again. It just
1: keeps yeah. going. He's a dirty, rotten scoundrel, that pain. a rotten,
0: done. bloody scoundrel. He's always got a cracking pair of Norks in the audience. Like.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's nice show to see. People don't realise um, that
0: Norks are a, a, a local bird for the UK. It's a slur. No, they're birds. They um, live in the UK. Yeah. And they're particularly attracted to wrestling events. Yeah. <laughs> they're very attractive to referees. Yeah. You don't know, referees are a different breed of human. Hmm. <laughs> Live slowly on the Nork I'm
1: pretty sure they sent over the American referees as well Really? We can just get some British guys to wear a stripy shirt we just get Pretend to, to care Pete from the pub with his massive gut Pete from just, the pub? Yeah, just gut hanging out Like you oh. have to have the t-shirt You know when the gut's hanging out under the t-shirt? Oh yeah, where well, you've got the proper gun Yeah, bro. that's what you need for a referee in a British one Yeah Um, I'd love to see him like just grab some random old wrestlers who are nearly dead from British wrestling but I think most of the British wrestlers you could get who are around in the world of sports days are like either dead or racist now so it's probably best I like best the fact
0: that that's, that's the outcome for our wrestlers dead or racist but the
1: only other one is like dynamite kid who I think he's in a wheelchair now and also beat his girlfriend half to death so
0: so maybe not get him on the show yeah
1: and the other half was British Bulldog the other half of his tank team and he's dead so you know there's not much choice is there I think Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy have both died now
0: Big Daddy's not dead.
1: Is he? He must be. No, he's still going. the size, of that guy.
0: Yeah, I know. But like, you think about any wrestler, their heart <laughs> yeah. should have given out a long time ago. They're built like horses.
1: Yeah, true. True. Really Kendo
0: Nagasaki still going. Horses.
1: Did old Kendo Nagasaki? Um, but yeah, it's 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 a decent enough show. I think present. It's nice to have a show. that's presented well. we like because a few months back, um, I can't remember what channel it was. It was one of the cable channels was doing uh, a British wrestling show, and they had Rey Mysterio on there and stuff like there was like five people in the audience. They had for some reason booked themselves in full size arenas. You know, the ones WB would sell out when they do raw SmackDown and this one wrestling organization that didn't have a name, like it wasn't something that existed. It was just made just to be his TV show. And they thought they were going to sell out an arena and there's literally like 30 people in the audience (laughs) and it's sad. It's just depressing, but it's, it's nice to have a wrestling show that's actually made with a proper budget. Um, you know I think they should get Wolf from Gladiators To present it or something Gladiator. That'd be awesome And get Jet as well Because no, I just want to no, no, no. I love Jet I just want to see Jet Jet, Jet did good a Good old Daniel Dale.
0: Jet did a lifting video <laughs> Did when you? I, yeah when Did I, you wear it out? When I worked in When I worked in um, when I worked in, uh, in manufacturing mm. They had a lifting video You had to watch To you how to lift you know, Fucking Jet from Gladiators Love Jet Love it. Alan jet. Partridge
1: had that picture of Jet on his t-
0: head <laughs> <his> in <laughs> yeah. There's a door that opens up as a cupboard door and it's got jet on the inside of it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, a- god, I love Alan
1: Partridge so much. Yeah. But yeah, NXC yeah. UK. It's a thing that's on telly Yeah. Well it's on the internet.
0: Yeah. Give it a watch.
1: Oh by the way, Dream Network needs to stop using Flash Player. Um There's a I had a so look I had a look at this
0: bad. earlier. you're doing it through Chrome.
1: Yeah, it doesn't like Chrome, but it shouldn't so have Flash an, Player in there's 2018. There's an extension
0: that stops it using Flash Player, is it? Yeah, just oh, go to the Chrome sort Store and out. get that. Yeah, because um, uh, I was having like it was the same problem I have with Crunchyroll. Yeah. They use the same player type. It's bullshit. Should we be know. using
1: HTML5 this day and age?
0: It's the fact that it takes so fucking long to load. Well, this
1: one comes up with, like, oh, you need the latest version of Flash oh, Player. What's that? I'm not going to download oh. a new version of Flash Player. Not when Adobe themselves say, don't use Flash Player anymore. It's
0: essentially a fucking virus in itself. Yeah.
1: And you click it and it comes up, do you want it? just says, do you want to allow it? And I'm like, fine, I haven't got much choice. <laughs> but yeah, I guess watch WWE later. Um, women's Revolution pay per views on tonight. Woo! Evolution. It's the first women's only pay per view which has caused a lot of people to go, where's the uh, for only men's only pay-per-view? Oh, and you're so just so like, well, there was one in April that didn't have any women on it. And on there's us. like a stretch of about 15 years where there's no women's wrestling on pay-per-view, so what do you want? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, you review something, you uh, donkey-raping shit eater Oh, that's, that's a new... Oh. new uh,
0: and it's a classic, then, uh, yeah. Um All right, well, uh, I'm going to review Black Ops Four. Blops. Yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops Four has been released, so that's a thing that's happened, and I've played quite a bit of it. Don't know why. Yeah, one of the things that I one of the things that I realised every year about Call of Duty is that um, they just they don't change enough, and then when they change everything. They change it in a way that removes value from the content that you get.
1: It's all about multiplayer. I've been saying for years they should just do nothing but multiplayer in those games.
0: And now they've done it. Yeah. Now they've done it. They so, should
1: at least either do all multiplayer or have the multiplayer component be a free download yeah. that anyone can. Well, that's jump what in they've on.
0: done. That's what they've done mm. essentially. So you've now got, um, you've not got a single player anymore. You've got the free multiplayer modes, which they're looking they're doing one. Is just the traditional multiplayer matches, so time matches or you know score based matches, and you've got your old team death match and shit like that.
1: They got to be over the top over the years, that
0: yeah. And then you've got the uh, you've got another new one which is um, which is a battle royale. What a battle royale game! Yes, yeah, battle royale in Call of oh. Duty, which actually Where works am I quite get well. Twisted Metal battle royale. I don't know. That'd be amazing. Which actually works quite well. Um, and then you've got. Um then you've got zombies. Ooh. Zombies is back. Yay. Uh guess who's back? Back again. Zombies back. Tell a friends. Zombies are back. Yeah. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back.
1: Guess who's back?
0: Uh. da 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 da. I've created a monster. <laughs> so so when it comes to the problem is that when it comes to when it comes to Call of Duty if you strip away so a lot of the, a lot of the, the bombastic action, a lot of the interest from the older stuff and the budget went towards sort of celebrity cameos and getting yeah. people in and stuff like that. Um, and now when you get rid of that, you've got just the multiplayer aspects of it. So you, those three, those three different game types. Um, you kind of have to ask yourself, but this is all well and good. I think yeah. they should at
1: least be put in the Blackout mode as a free download, because you need a lot of people playing that. Yeah. And then, like, for, you know, however much sell the other components separately, well, sell costumes for your characters and shit. Like, you could milk that for years. Blackout,
0: Blackout is actually really good.
1: Yeah, I played a bit of it, and I was like, eh.
0: It, it works really well now. They've upped the number to 100, so there's yeah. 100 people in the map now, and it does, it works fine. It's a battle royale. So it was the same as PUBG, what's was the same as Fortnite, you know, it's all the same thing. My thing
1: with it was that they, a lot of people I kept hearing saying, oh, it's just like having a bunch of Call of Duty maps spread out over the area. They take but bits I and kept, pieces. Yeah, but I kept walking into areas and it was just like a bunch of huts in a row that you see a million times in yeah. these things, where it just feels like someone's plonked assets oh, down. Oh, yeah, that's what
0: it is. They've yeah. just answered dropped.
1: I uh, want a proper crafted environment. Well, you know, it's some... not, you can do it. <laughs>
0: There's some nice bits and pieces here and there where they have thought stuff out. But yeah, yeah you're right. Um, but what's what's it really to say? I mean, if you play Call of Duty multiplayer, it hasn't changed very much over the last few years. One nice thing is they've gotten rid of that so, that shitty jet boost jumps and shit like that. It's just jumping and sliding. Yeah. Same old stuff. I trying to be Titanfall. Yeah, fuck that. You, Titanfall's Titanfall for a reason. It's just better than you get over it, Call of Let's Duty. Let's have
1: Titanfall Battle Royale. There's only one mech in the level.
0: No, have it so that have it so that the mechs are like they come in as the circle starts getting yeah, small, and you have to like, go outside the circle to get a mech. Yeah, you know, like the mad no, mech. like the just mad just go out. Yeah, um, but um, but I, it's Call of Duty again. It's just this time there's no single player. No, no. Which is kind of disappointing because the fun part of Call of Duty previously was that stupid single player. The multiplayer was there, but it's such a toxic fucking environment that most people didn't touch it straight away. And like the last single player, the World the thing War Two. Most
1: people play Call Duty just for multiplayer.
0: Yeah, most people just ignore the single player altogether. But the last mm. one, the the World War Two one, the single player's great. I, I there are moments of that where I was blown away by the amount of time they took to like Josh Duhamel's in it. I didn't I didn't know anything about the cast, didn't know anyone who's in it. But as soon as I see fucking Josh Duhamel, I was like, oh, it's Josh yeah, Duhamel. from
1: Transformers. And then
0: and then there's a bit where the kid from the Ruins is in it. He's also a bad guy in Westworld. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, it's that guy. And they look the the fucking. The digital effects to get their face in there was so good that you immediately saw that actor. Yeah, and you get to that point, and then suddenly, oh, uh, we're not going to use it. Even if they just had a two-hour campaign, something so simple and so quick, and it was just like some stupid action movie you got to play through. Yeah, then that would be enough. But instead, they've just they've just going fucking get rid of it. It's like The Simpsons and Apu, because Apu's got a bit of a controversy controversy around him right now because obviously is a racist stereotype. We've known that for years. That's kind of been yeah. the joke. It's a racist stereotype played by a white guy. You know, that's kind of been fucked up. But yeah, like instead of them dealing with the controversy and flipping it into a way that's positive or at least saying like, oh, who's going to go have a happy life. We're done with that character. We're sorry. It was a bygone time, but you know, he sort of, he's been here for a long time. We don't want to just remove him. Instead, they're just going to go, no, he's gone. And it, what's really weird is the other day, yeah. I don't know,
1: how will the Simpsons find any more characters to use in his place?
0: The other day I watched the episode in which um, in which um, Apu gets kicked out of the Quickie Mart, and mm-hmm. they have to go to the original Quickie Mart, which is up this ridiculous mountain. And in the time. new one. No, it's an old one, really old one, oh. yeah. Uh, and uh, at the time, James Woods wasn't a, a horrible human being, so he was no, a cameo, yeah. and it's, it's actually quite funny. And and he's uh, always been a horrible human being. Yeah, probably. But uh, we just didn't. (laughs) That's not a new thing that started. He didn't get Twitter until last year, and then he really emerged. Um, But no, in that episode, he's really funny. Everything's really, really good. And I, I kind of, I feel sad that they're just going to get rid of him. It seems ridiculous that you're going to get rid of a character. I mean, I don't even watch the new episodes of Simpsons anymore because it isn't funny. Like I
1: know, it used to yeah. be. No one watches. It
0: used to be fucking hilarious, and you can see that in the older episodes. Whenever you go back and you watch one of those classics, like Mister pa- Mister Plow, like oh, that we... new
1: Liam Neeson film. Yeah,
0: um, but like it's just it's it
1: picks up the phone. He's like, "What's my name?" That name again.
0: <laughs> it's Mister Plow. It's just really strange that yeah. they've gone this way of just cutting everything out, and like going like, "Well, here's what you wanted," and it's like, "Well, you didn't really ask anyone." I don't think it affects sales. No, but... they It's probably
1: been the best-selling one for a while.
0: They didn't really ask anyone what no. they wanted. They could be
1: shaved about £20 million off the budget.
0: Yeah, well, more than that. Yeah. Way more than that. £20 yeah. million was just the cost of the actors.
1: A lot less motion capture stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, no motion capture. Yeah,
0: no... Just use the same assets from before and change yeah. the skins. No set pieces or anything. Just make the levels and
1: chuck guns in there.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a weird game. It's a weird game. It's hard to recommend. It's fun. I've enjoyed it, but I'd say... Unless you're a diehard Call of Duty fan, which I'm not, so I don't know why I bought it on day of release. I still haven't played that Call cool of Duty Infinite
1: Warfare you threw at me.
0: Oh, the one I gave you. Yeah, I saw that in game the other day
1: for 3 99
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone right down. I got it for about six ninety nine. <laughs> almost a year and a half ago now. I your got the badges if you'd like to. it. Badge nah. No, yeah, it right. came with badges and DLC if you want it.
1: Cool, that's fine.
0: And then um, and I got given another copy for free. <laughs> God's sake. I just keep getting given it. Uh, I can't can't give away these Call of Duties. They're like the FIFA of the shooter world, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, You're
1: yeah. going to go into CX in a few years, and then you, instead of having that whole shelf of FIFA, which will still be there, there'll be yeah. the whole shelf of Call of Duties. Yeah. Some kid was rearranging all the Pro Evo soccer's into correct order in um, on the PS2 shelves the other day. That doesn't
0: surprise me. So it's very important to make sure the Pro Evo games are in the right order. Do you know how fucking weird some of the people in that place are. <laughs> um... Had someone? I I remember I heard someone arguing the price of a film before, and I can't remember what film it was, but it was some dog shit, and they were so genuinely upset that it wasn't the right price. Oh no! Um, yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's Call of Duty again. It's a little bit different, but I don't know if it's different in a good or a bad way. It depends on what you. It depends on what you really enjoy. Um, I'd say probably. Probably the biggest detriment to it is that it is just all online. That's it. You can't do anything offline. Boy, you can play zombies offline, but to what end? Like, it's mm. going to be too difficult after about four or five rounds, isn't it? It's just going to yeah. be one of those games that gets ridiculously difficult. Um, there's some nice new modes in zombies, but it's again, it's just, it's, I don't think anyone's playing zombies anymore either, which is sad.
1: It's because you need a hundred players for blackout mode.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they're getting it. There's a lot of games I've entered into completely full. Mm. It's almost like Fortnite.
1: I've seen people saying, um, they're moaning about Battlefield Five not having the um, Battle Royale mode at the start. Yeah. I'm like, my, just, yeah. who cares? It's a
0: Battle Royale game already. All the
1: DLC's free for that game. Is it, it really? Yeah, there's no season pass, you just, all the DLC is going to be free. Oh, that's yeah.
0: fucking awesome. And
1: people are going, oh, there's going to be loot boxes. And it says, no, there's not, there's like a thing. You can buy a thing, like if you've got the deluxe edition. But yeah. I think you can buy it separately, where for 20 weeks you'll get like some cosmetic items each week, but they're not loot boxes. It's just a set. Oh. Set of items each week. Everyone will get them. Um, and I imagine they're going to be selling cosmetic items on the store, but apparently there's no loot boxes, no season pass. So the Battle Royale mode, you'll get it in March. That's when it's come. It's not like it's miles off. No. And like the game has, the, the Battlefield has like 64 players in a map.
0: Yeah, that is a battle royale it's game crazy. already. This is you've already got a pre- massively
1: online multiplayer game. There, that's what
0: I was trying to talk to people about. It is that, is, it's, it's not is. like the leap
1: from Call of Duty, where it's a novelty to have that many players.
0: No, yeah, this is something that they've been doing every year. Like, do you remember they were the first game to have 120 players? And they yeah, to be the 128 concerts?
1: players on the, in, yeah. um, Battlefield 2142 had it, I think, yeah. years ago. But um, no, it
0: was fucking spectacular. You remember the size of the maps? And you like everybody- they toyed
1: with going up to like I think it was 32 players on Battlefield Bad Company when we were working on it, but. It wasn't, the Xbox couldn't handle it at the time. Yeah. but um,
0: The Xbox One does, Battlefield 4 does, uh, 64, 64. Yeah, Battlefield yeah. One does, yeah. So does Hardline. Yeah. Well, no, Hardline goes up to.
1: I think Hardline's stuck at 6 or 32 because the maps are smaller, aren't yeah. they?
0: Yeah. And then you've got Battlefield One. That's where one has 64, yeah. Which I, I bought again on PS4 because you remember I gave you my copy on PS4. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bought it again, I got it for £4 and I got the Season Pass for free.
1: Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah they. Did you download right Season now?
0: Pass as well? I got the Season Pass ages ago. I oh, right, it.
1: cool. Yeah, I bought it for the thing.
3: Yeah.
1: But, um,
0: I'm, I'm going to stop playing that again for a little bit. Because, <clears throat> one of the things that I, one of the things I will say for Call of Duty, Call of Duty is, it's always going to be one of those games where you get those kills where someone clearly shouldn't be standing. Hmm. There is no way that their configuration has magically made them invulnerable to bullets, but they're still standing. Whereas Battlefield was always like, yeah, I fucking deserve that. Banfield was always one of those things where it's like a sniper gets you from like from two miles off on the map and you're like shit it's really good yeah fair enough yeah <laughs> like but in Call of Duty there's so many instances where you're like oh how the fuck the Call
1: of Duty's auto aim central and it's relying on yeah it's a bit it's always a bit sort of weird they're still fucking it's an arcade quick, an quick
0: scoping <laughs> yeah and they just can't beat it can they uh, no they're still camping oh <laughs> spawn camping's so much worse the problem is that there's already people that know the spawn points and they don't yeah. move they're not yeah. adaptive so it's just either I always thought Bed of Honor Airborne had a really good
1: fix for oh, spawn you, camping you just, we parachute into yeah. level
0: but can you imagine rendering that that that, that takes time that shit was it awesome money. it was clever yeah it is clever but it takes time is and it money.
1: Titanfall you have a similar thing don't you you drop Titanfall, down you the just pod launch down
0: wherever the fuck you, you want go, <laughs> yeah yeah that shit. Do and that. you can also come in on your. Uh, you, there was um on you the new on one. Your mech, couldn't you? Yeah, on the new one, there was a bit of a cheat where you had like an EMP blast for a selective mm. radius where you came down on your mech. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love that game. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's called of again, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, really, it's not really good. It's not really bad. It's the Michael kane of Michael kane of, of video video games. That's
1: good. You're gonna vomit everywhere.
0: No, wait. Why are you saying it's good?
1: Whatever. I just, just get on with it. Oh,
0: I, ju- I just did. It's your review.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake! What? Yeah. Oh. Um, Better Call Soul. That finished the other day. Well, oh, it's current it? season. Oh right. I mean, it's it's probably got another two season or two left in it. I think. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Better Call Soul, it's it's ramping up in it. It's ramping up. We're getting to the point where we're gonna get to where Breaking Bad kicks in. What are they gonna do when that uh, happens? I think they should just carry on going and just have the adventures of Saul <laughs> while breaking bads going on elsewhere. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Um but yeah it's it's been probably still the best T V show that's on these days. The friggin' production quality, the friggin' acting like everything on it is just superb. It is a worthy, you know, side show to go along with uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, I say it's more consistent than Breaking Bad. Like, Breaking Bad's got some ups and downs in it and some moments where it kind of doesn't quite... Like, you get periods on that show where it doesn't quite gel for what reasons you watched it for originally. You
0: get periods on that show, (laughs) do you?
1: But um, Becklesall's just fan-bloody-tastic. There's, like, this whole thing going on where um, Gustav Fring is building his underground meth lab and there's a whole... That was a f- plot thread running through the whole series where they've got these German contractors coming in there, figuring out how they're going to do this whole crazy operation of building a meth flag in secret underground without alerting people. You know, with the, when, they, like, when they set off a blast to blast the rocks inside, they have someone going past with a truck outside yeah, who has to like do something to set off noise so that it hides the sound of the blasts going off and all that sort of stuff, like clever stuff. Yeah. Um there's a little less of uh Michael Mando in this series.
0: Who's Michael Mando? Buddy? You know, he was um Mike.
1: No, that's Mike Ehrmantraut Michael Mando, he's like friggin' the guy who played Vass in um Far oh, Cry, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's been like a main thing in the whole series, but he's the one who's basically drugged um Salamanca and you know, he he's he messed with his medicine. Okay. And it's basically what made Salamanca a like vegetable. Yeah. Like in his wheelchair ding his bell. Yeah. Ting ting yeah, yeah. ting ting. And all that sort of stuff, so that stuff's he's like gone nasty and it's like and all that. And he's you know faking how it, just how bad he actually is, isn't he?
0: Was it heart medication?
1: Yeah, he like gives him he like swaps out his drugs, Gustav Fring trying to kill him basically, but it ends yeah. up just like ends up just basically messing his brain up, brain damaging him, so he's just stuck in a wheelchair. Oh. But um, Michael Mando does like less to do in this series than he did in the previous ones, yeah. Um there's still like stuff going on like they're still dealing with the repercussions of what he did in the previous series and like they have to fake him getting attacked so he has to get shot by these guys to make it look like he's really been attacked by another gang and all this sort of stuff and then they're, they're sort of manipulating a gang war that's going on. Yeah. And meanwhile like you know um, old Saul old uh, friggin what's his fucking name? Bob Odenkirk. No his characters, his actual character's
0: Oh, name. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten. Salcenzo Vincenzo.
1: Yeah, sure. Salcenzo Vincenzo. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, thingy, him. I, his, I can't remember his bloody characters, his, his name in the show. That's terrible. That's terrible. It's been a few weeks since I watched it. But um, yeah, he's dealing with the aftermath of his brother dying at the end of the last series, his yeah. brother passing an out and sitting in the fight he's his house. His brother
0: made play by Chris. Christopher
1: Guest? No, it's not Christopher Guest, uh, is it? No, it's it? Um, guy. Yeah. Bloke.
0: <laughs> it's not Sean McGavin. Yeah, but
1: there's this whole thing where he, like, because he got disbarred at the last series and he's building up to try and get back in. He has to take a job at working at a mobile phone store. Yeah. And he's bored board and he starts, like, a whole thing of selling burner phones Yeah, for people and he just sort of sells it as a way of, of security so you can use it and throw the phone away and all this sort of stuff. Just send it to mums and stuff, convincing <laughs> them that, you know, the government's listening on them and all this sort of stuff. Um But there's a whole, like, that's a whole plot thread that goes on him building up to getting his, going back in so he can get past to be able to become a lawyer again at the end of the series. And you think he's finally dealing with the death of his brother, and it's like he actually was faking the whole thing when he's having a talk. He's got to give a talk about, like, why he should be allowed to be a lawyer again. And he calls upon his brother's, yeah, yeah, his brother made him feel and all this sort of stuff. And then as soon as he gets out, he's like, those suckers. (laughs) (laughs) They fell for it. Um, Rhea Seahorn's great, isn't it? Friggin... As, uh, what's her face? The other woman. <laughs> I can't remember character names right now. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing well. Uh, but, um, yeah, she's fantastic in it. Just brilliant. The whole way through the series. She's always been great in that show. So good on her. Yeah. That show is like, it's one of those shows that's like getting ignored by the Emmys and stuff every year. Why? Well, it seems like anything on Netflix, it's not even, it's not like it's a Netflix no, produced show, though. It's made it's for it's ABC in America. Yeah, I was isn't it says ABC. But, um, yeah, so the one, and for some reason any of these shows that get prominent sharing on on streaming services and stuff like that just That's get so completely right. ignored. Like how is Orange is the New Black never won like much in the way of awards after the first series, did it? It just sort of
0: they knew they knew what was coming.
1: Yeah, like Daredevil, Deb Brown Wall deserves a fucking award for this series. Didn't
0: she get one for she got one for um,
2: True Blood, didn't she? Probably, I don't know.
1: Probably an MTV award or something True <gasps> Blood. Best kiss.
2: Yeah, best kiss. Between her and Bill. Yeah. Bill. Sucker. Yeah. I'm a vampire, Sucker. But she's a real actress now. Sucker, you're fair. I love your blood, Sucker. Mm. Nom, 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 Om, nom, nom. I won't fuck everyone. <laughs> I'm Cajun. I'm Bill. She's called
1: Jimmy McGill
0: there you go yeah
1: Jimmy McGill there
0: you go I'm glad that I'm glad that
1: money I'm glad I helped with that yeah I was trying hey, to remember the name. I trying to remember the name of the um the lawyer firm that his brother was in oh right yeah thingy thingy McGill but um yeah Hamlin Hamlin McGill there you go yeah, see yeah. I'm remembering names now well done I'm doing good
2: sucker stackhouse I love you Bill
1: that's the wrong show
2: Bill it's oh,
1: entirely the wrong show
2: ah vampire I don't want no true blood. I love you.
1: So I never watched True Blood. It was shit. So they
2: got werewolves, okay? You gotta be careful, your fairy.
1: You don't have to watch everything.
2: Fair is love. I love fair blood. <laughs> I'm a god now, sucker. I'm a lady card, but I'm a man party.
3: Yeah.
2: Kill me, sucker. Kill me a bit with Alexander Skarsgård. It's better looking than me, sucker you done? I'm Bill!
1: Yeah, I'm done. Fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> I fought in the war, so... <laughs> it's a long time ago now, it's okay, but I fought in the war.
1: No, this is stuff that's in the show.
2: Yeah, it is. It's you're still just... stuff that's in
0: True Blood.
1: Yeah, but you're just saying words.
0: No, no I just told the plot of True Blood. This like,
1: fantastic.
0: Great, told wicked. the entire plot True Blood. No one gives Blood. a shit
1: about True Blood.
0: People cared about True Blood. People fucking really
1: liked vampire it. vampire shows, Jesus Aren't they redoing Christ. it?
2: Yet? I don't
1: fucking care. Jesus Christ. Vampire show, seriously.
2: I'm a vampire sucky. Okay.
1: Anyway, you review something. Come because there, sookie, I to nibble it You clearly want to just, you know, talk into the mic all the time.
0: And I don't want to talk into the mic all the
1: take time. Take up all the mic time. Go on. Oh, go sorry. on, you review your no, next Oh man, review. I was enjoying
2: your talking about Bear cool Jimmy McGill.
1: Yeah, no, I'm done now. More appropriate name. you got to do your um, last review. My last review ever! Is it last
0: review? I don't know, I might die. That was oh, my Oh, right, third. this is the one. Yeah, yeah so this is the last one. Yeah. So, uh, Halloween's coming up. You yeah. talked about some spookums. Did I? Talked about some scary spookums, the jigsaw. Yeah, yeah that's If you're spooky. not careful, you're not a morally correct person, then a cancer patient might come kidnap you in the night, put you in an elaborate trap, and make sure that you make a decision based on your own. Yeah, mind.
1: like that woman who got put in the trap because she was in Becca. Yeah,
0: and that <sighs> other woman who uh, got put in the trap because she had sex with a vampire, she was a ferret she disappeared to the fairy world to get protection and then Alexander it. Scars- anyway so besides the point so you watched some spookums I watched some spookums this week um, I, I, oddly enough I watched two films that are very similar to each other you're
1: only reviewing one so stop I'm only reviewing one wasting time.
0: I was going to ask you quickly have you seen the film 30 Days of Night? what? have you seen the film 30 Days of Night? no Josh, it's Josh not Hartnell. Josh Hartnell. what is wrong with you? so I've recently been watching I've been listening to the podcast by Patrick H. Williams uh, We Heart Hartnett hmm. I told you about this didn't I? Yeah, and I listened to the episode that was about Thirty Days of Night. And he didn't like it very much, and I was it's like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong because I went to see it in the cinema and I loved it. So I've got I
1: thought, my mate the Thirty Days of Night X Files crossover comic. Oh, really? Yeah, that, is that's it the that's Stella. It's a comic. I don't yeah, know yeah, it's, it's one of
0: it. Evan and Stella, or is Probably it the one with I the FBI agent? I don't vampire? read it. Oh, so you know nothing I about Thirty Days Night? No, you prejudged it. Yeah, because it's about vampires. Yeah, and you've seen True Blood every episode, and you're like, vampires love fairies, and I hate. Bloody fairies. When I keep saying fairies, I don't mean, this isn't a derogatory term for gay people, I mean like they're actual fairy people. Like there's actual fairies. When are you
1: going like, to review something?
0: Oh yeah, sorry, So I'll get to the point. So I rewatched Fairy 30 Days of Night and I found it was really, really enjoyable. So you're going to review 30 Days of Night? No. So I watched 30 Days of Night and I found it really, really enjoyable and I was like, that guy's wrong. This is a great film. Now one of the things that I like about 30 Days of Night is they have, it's the whole survival thing and then at the end you've got a big old showdown. I love it. Mm. It's a showdown, showdown. Uh, so, um, so one of the problems with Thirty Days of Night is they don't do the passage of time very well. No. So this morning at ten. But the, in the film's morning, called
1: Thirty Days of Night, so I mean you got the.
0: Yeah, I know, but the problem is that you know, like how it, I know it's nighttime the whole time, but every so often it just comes up a thing that says seven days, and they look a little bit more tired. No. Like it should be like they should. Because you dry out and all this other horrible shit happens when you're in the cold. And like, you know, your body doesn't do well in that atmosphere or that environment. Even if you're used to it, your body doesn't do well. Besides the point. So this morning at 10 o'clock, I went to Guildford. Why did I go to Guildford, Ant? Great question. I got free tickets to go see The new film Overlord You should have just said that before start release. And just
1: said I went to see Overlord What? Well, His point movie. I'm going to
0: come back to The Fade Days a Night thing So don't okay. worry right. So I went to go see The new movie Overlord It's not released here Until the 7th of November but I have been quite vocal About how excited I am To see this film I spoke to you about it I, speak- I think I spoke about it On the podcast Didn't I, before Possibly oh, yeah. oh, boy, Okay man, So man, I got the chance To go see it early And I was very excited So I went to go see it And it is great It is just Ooh. Fucking Fantastic
3: well, that's I'm nice. not
0: gonna go into detail because I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but I will just say that it is it is it's well produced on every front, which is what I wasn't expecting. Yeah. So I'm gonna give a brief overview of the story. I'm not gonna go into spoilers as I said. I'm just gonna tell you what it's about, and that's it. So um it's the story of Bryce, who is a young African American soldier in the in the um US Army, it's in the paratroopers. Um, he is part of a team of people that are going to, in conjunction with the DDA effort of storming Normandy, storming, storming Norman, uh, in the conjunction with the effort of storming Normandy, they are going to take out a radio tower, which is currently blocking all communications and preventing them from actually sending any, um, sending any coordinates for air support, um, when on the beaches. So they're sort of, they're working hand in hand with the current war effort to make sure that everything goes ahead without any sort of issues. Yeah. Um In doing so, they have a few of their own issues. They're travelling at night, they're dropping at night, so where they're dropping, there's a little bit of an issue where they're being shot at, they're fired on, plane goes down, several of the men get out, several of them don't, and it ends up being just five gentlemen trying to take down an occupation inside of a French village who are manning the tower that is blocking the signals to the beach.
3: Right.
0: Now, they think it's just a mission to go and blow this tower up and that's it. But, as time goes on, there seems to be a darker darker issue, or a darker, darker thing happening underneath the village. And it all culminates in a very interesting final fact. Needless to say, horror elements. So there is some spookums. Oh. There's some science spookums. There's some Nazi zombies, and there's some formulas, and there's some other bits and pieces.
1: So this is a straight-to-DVD movie?
0: No, it's... <laughs> That's the weird thing. I would agree, and I'd say yes, normally, but this falls very much in line with very, very high quality horror movie. This is mm. kind of like your 30 Days of Night. You know when we're getting Sliver and stuff being released in the cinema. This is, this is up there with those films. And before anyone says those films are shit, you're wrong. You're an idiot.
1: Sliver, the one with Sharon Stone and Sliver, the Billy one with, Baldwin?
0: Directed by James Gunn.
1: One of the Baldwins?
0: No. Directed by James oh. Gunn. So, um, so yeah, this, this deserves a cinema release. It deserves to do well because it is... It's incredible. Ooh. So... It, it, I mentioned Ferry Days of Night before because it's a very similar premise. It's people that have a time period. So instead of fade Days of Night, as you get with Ferry yes, Days of Night... it's a
1: film that's set over a period of time. Set
0: over a period of it's time. Same, no, need. no, no. Ticking clock aspect. Oh. So there's no... It's a countdown. They've yeah. got four hours from when they land to when they need to blow up the tower so that D-Day can go ahead. Because without them, there's going to be no aerial support. There's going to be even more issues. And this is the true story of... It's not a true story. No, oh. it's a fictional, fictional accounting. They've added a couple of elements. So... Anyway, so the reason I mentioned Fairy Days and Night is the passage of time isn't done so well, but there's also similar aspects, the horror movie, the setup, the actual structure is very similar. Mm-hmm. You get the initial the initial threat, the initial you know, fear, and then you get like, oh, actually, there's another issue. It's more serious. We Ooh. didn't realise. Like, in Fairy Days and Night, when they initially have the attack, they think that it's just people that are like raiding the town and they're just fucking everything up and being like real scumbaggy cunts. In this, they think they're just dealing with Nazis. And initially, it's just treated like they're dealing with Nazis. There's a particularly good villain in the Nazi captain because so often I find it so easy for people to go into these films and be like, well, I'm a Nazi. I'm a bad person by trade. You know, I'm bad because I'm a Nazi. And they never really like, they, they never feel like fleshed out villains. Whereas this guy, like the captain. So when we first meet him, he is, he dismisses this lady and goes, just go home. It's past You're Fine. I'm not dealing with this this evening. Go home. And you're like, Oh, okay. That's a bit weird. And you sort of witness that as a, like a, like a little scene. You witness that from the perspective of one person. But then later on, the interaction, it's much more sinister. Ooh. It's much more sinister. And he's much more forceful. And it's, is the idea of like, he knows what he wants. And he's using his current position to very much ploy his way into the households. Like he, he takes, and he, he takes what he wants and he does what he wants. Yeah.
1: Now- he's do what he wants to do, say what he wants, he wants to say, live how he wants to live, play how he wants to play, dance how he wants to dance, kick and then. Yeah. something something yeah, the Adam's Family <laughs> yeah.
0: um, and he, he reveals himself to be quite a predator and it's a very very good scene played Wait, by the man didn't
1: review Predator last month
0: no not like that <laughs> uh, but yeah he reveals himself to be very much a predator and this is an actor who, who he really really plays it to a T this character this purely villainous character and it's he really revels in this shit like I'm not saying the person who's playing him does it's just it's a very well played role um And uh, and in particular, there's one exchange where a little boy uh, makes a noise in an attic, and the the American troops are hiding out, and they think that they're going to get caught out. And the little boy to distract them because he's he's got a, this baseball glove that he's made himself, and this this like this American baseball. He yeah. he drops it down the stairs, and the troops that are coming up to come and investigate the investigate the attic and see what's going on, they see the ball dropping down. And one of them picks it up and he takes another step forward as if to try and intimidate the kid. And the kid's just standing there waiting for this guy to throw back the baseball. This German soldier that's going on the stairs, yeah. to throw back his baseball. The German soldier hocks up a massive loot and spits it on the ball and then chucks it back at the kid and walks back down. And then as he's walking down, it cuts to a shot of just the top of the soldier's head and how close his eye line was to being just to the point where he'd see the American soldiers. And mm. both of them have their guns trained. Nice. <laughs> Always. And then he goes down. And then as they go down, they just say, all they say to the captain is, ah, it's just a little boy playing with a ball upstairs. And the captain goes, oh, he has trouble sleeping, does he? Well, maybe we should have the doctor look at him. <sighs> and like, and it's just that he, instead of it being like, there's three soldiers, they've seen a little boy, they've seen this thing, and they've, they've, they've already done something demeaning and shitty to the little boy. And they've had their little giggle because they've been pricks. And then that's it. To so them, that's it. That's the interaction. That's someone just playing a villain and being like, I'm a Nazi, I'm spitting on balls. Oh, I'm a Nazi, I'm a boss. This guy is like fucking, he's looking for those tiny little, anything where he can be like, you're going to do what I want. Because if you don't, I want you to be aware, I am looking for any way I can manipulate the situation. Mm-hmm. And they've already got, there's a character her aunt has been, she was horribly ill. And this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. She's fucking covered in boils and gross now. Sexy. There's a scene later on in which the house has Nazis going in it, and they go into that room specifically. And I was so—I'm not going to say what the outcome is, but I was so hoping that she would just literally throw a Nazi out a fucking window and then just <laughs> storm through the rest of them like some fucking Hulk. But you know, it doesn't happen. But um, but it's just oh, it's so—it's really fucking good. I I probably will go see this in the cinema again because there is. There's something else like the sound design is really fucking good. Like I don't normally pay that much attention but the crack of guns because guns don't go off that often in this. Not in like a not in because the World War Two part is there's so much shooting and stuff like that but there's also those effects of like you know the perception of sound to someone who's had an explosion and shit like that like there's tinnitus and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like the fucking like there's all that stuff in there as well so when there's an impact it'll often be softened or lessened by either an impact with something else and it just sounds like metal or metal or but there's like, there are scenes where you get someone raises up an M1 Garand and they, they pull back the thing. You can hear the metal twisting away and breaking in. and just the crack of a gun going off. And it, it fucking punctuates. Cause there won't be like, there'll be music, but the music's played down at those points to really give you that impact. Yeah. And just people being shot and stuff like that. Um, one, one really, really good character. I wasn't expecting him to be good cause it's got Kurt Russell in it. Wyatt Russell. Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn's kid. He's fucking impeccable in this. The main guy, the Bryce, he's played by this this guy I haven't seen before. He plays a buffoon really well. Like he essentially, he accidentally infiltrates the compound. Oh, well done. He's he's like going to go meet people, and a dog chases after him, and then through circumstance, he jumps into a van that turns out full of dead bodies, and they're taking them in, and he sort of just ends up somehow in they like gets out as they're taking a dead body off, and then goes up and around underneath and shit like that. Just. It's, you hate that guy until the last, like, say, 40 minutes where he really pulls his finger out. But up until then, he's too emotional and he's just sort of befuddling his way through. But Wyatt Russell is like a fucking laser beam in this. It's like every time something bad happens, he's like, well, this just turned into a 0% chance of me going home. All right, let's wire these explosives. <laughs> it's just, let's just do this. Um, and then like, ah, oh, just, it, I can't say enough about it. I wasn't expecting anything other than a schlocky B-movie, and it is so much isn't, more like, than that. someone
1: in it, like... No, who's in it? Tom Hiddleston? Some British actors in it?
0: No, there? no, uh, the guy who plays... Um, the guy who plays Fitz... In Agents of Shield is in it. Oh, I'm
1: from Coronation Street. Yeah, he's, he's in, in it, Street, yeah. and he's
0: he's actually great. He um, he, well, he's one of the only people that we see die. We see him die early on.
1: No, he's a shockingly good actor, but yeah. people don't like. He does an alright American yeah. right,
0: accent in this, but he he gets shot twice in the chest, and it, again, it's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. He's the one who gets the zombie stuff put in him. Nice. So he gets killed, and he, he puts the zombie stuff in him, and he gets back up, and he 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 just goes, "I'm thirsty, guys, uh, water." And someone hands him an entire flask of water, and he just downs it. And then he burps, and then he goes, and he's like, "I, I feel fucking great." And then, and then he accidentally crushes the the like metal, um, the metal canister, and he goes, "Oh god!" The
1: indicator sticker—that's his yeah. name.
0: He goes, he goes. Oh, that's weird. And then the guy behind him, who's like this Italian guy who's in everything, just says, We'll add that to the fucking list. <laughs> like that, because he's just died in front of them. He's getting back up. And he starts poking himself in the hole. He's like, I don't even feel this, guys. I'm like, I don't even feel this. This feels, this feels weird, doesn't it? And he's like, Can you get up? And he's like, Yeah. And it's like, like that. Like, stands straight up. And he's just like, And everybody's like, This, this isn't. Guys, this is this is fucking bad. It's fine, but um, just I don't I don't want to reveal too much. Nazis love that stuff. I don't want to reveal too much. Like it is fucking great, and also there's an evolution of a villain that like far and beyond anything that I've seen in these schlocky films. Like someone gets horribly just fucked up throughout the whole. It kind of reminds me of Hannibal. I don't know if you did you watch Hannibal the TV series?
1: Nah, God knows. What? Oh, so
0: Hannibal Chilton? <laughs> Do you know Chilton from Silence of the Lambs? Have you seen something? yeah of course insane yeah, like asylum so children's that. the guy who runs the insane asylum hmm. in Hannibal in the first series he convinces someone that the, the, the Gi- Giuseppe killer who is the blo- Hannibal basically and they capture him they kidnap him and they eat part of his intestine and one of his kidneys nice and he gets found and he's saved and then in the second one someone who has been manipulated by Hannibal in the same way sees him hears his voice and loses their shit and shoots him in the face it destroys part of his jaw and, and makes him blind in one eye and removes part of his, but he survives. And then the next series, he's got this, like, you know, like, uh, the guy from James Bond from, um, where's the James Bond film? Downfall? The guy who, um, Xavier Bardem. Skyfall. It? Skyfall, that's it. Yeah. He's got the, he's got the prostate. It's a bit like that. So he removes it and he's got like a fucking eye. It's gross. And then the third series, Dollarhide, who's the guy from Red Dragon, catches him because he, he was manipulating two other killers. And bites his lips off, sets him on fire and just kicks him down a hill in a wheelchair. And he just goes riding down on fire. And he survives again. (laughs) And he's just this horrible fucking (laughs) disappear. You fucking (laughs) arseholes. Because every time he gets like he's being used as bait. Because these serial killers, because the way he treats them and because the fact he writes books about them, dehumanises them. They fucking lose their mind. They hate him. They target him. And they keep using him like bait. And every time he gets a little bit worse off. I'd be fine. Um, he was meant to come back in the fourth season. ever they got to do one, I can't imagine what he looked like. <laughs> um, but yeah, Overlord. Uh It's it's uh, Tom Atkins. This is the kind of thing that I want to see more of in the cinema. It's made with love. It's made professionally. It's made great. The sound is fucking intense. Everything's intense. Everything works. There's stupid shit because they're all rookie soldiers. But it's not that. It's not that frustrating. Like I could fucking kill you, stupid shit. And also, you notice when people are making mistakes but you know it's like it's human like Mm. people have meltdowns when they see some horrific shit and there is some horrific shit and there is loads (laughs) of spookums so much blood and it's real gore like real slime real blood like people put their fingers in disgusting shit like there's some of the monsters are just goo like fucking covered nightmares and just some of the shit in there is just insane like the explosion the end real explosion sounds great looks great looks fucking incredible and just everything is good. I, I'm so impressed. I'm so happy that this is exactly what I wanted it to be. Like, it's it's like Dust Till Dawn. it's like Fade Days of Night. it's that same sort of this is a high level of horror. This is clearly someone who loves horror. They wrote, they directed it exactly the way they wanted to, and it's just fucking great. Yay. Yeah.
1: So someone watched those snow zombie Nazi movies and Dead just Snow 2
0: of- is actually pretty good. Dead Snow 2 is de- Okay, so Dead Snow 1, the guy loses his arm at the end. The whole point of Dead Snow 2 is that he's they found an arm in the snow and it was a zombie arm. Yeah. And so he could use that to raise his own army and then the zombies are coming through, the Nazi zombies come through, and he raises the Russians that were marching what against...
1: What Iron Sky 2? Does that actually Yeah, it got happen? made. I don't
0: think it's very good, though. Oh. But no, Dead Snow 2 is an underrated... It's a bit of an underrated gem. It's, it's do everything like
1: with Nazis. It. We should do a Nazi family comedy. What do you mean? Oh, wait, we had Roseanne already, didn't we? So. <laughs>
0: Mm. No I uh, What the Cernoviches. <laughs> that's mm. the next one Keeping up with the Cernoviches. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping up with the dude yeah. I'm not I'm a not guy. sexist Because I have a black boyfriend It's like Does he know How you fucking sound When you're not around him mm. I forbid him From watching any of my videos
1: he says oh, I'm not racist Because he has a black Boyfriend But like You know Having a daughter Doesn't stop you being sexist
0: Yeah that's true
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know you're done. Mm-hmm. You're fucking done.
0: This might be one of my favorite films of the year. I think this is like this is my top five of the year. This has been a good year for movies as well.
1: Better than wait. Well, yeah said like Justice League out last year, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. good try.
0: Yeah, yeah, good probably. try. You fucking yes, Joker. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see you with your your silly film. Well, Aquaman's out this year, isn't it? So I'll see that next. All
2: right. All right, Mama Do you
1: see that really long trailer they did? Yeah, I was bored.
0: Why is it six minutes long?
1: Lord knows, because they no want to convince you a it's got special effects of... in it.
0: <laughs> the special effects look so bad. No,
1: they look good. They look good. It looks good. It's just
0: yeah, but the problem is the if film you... doesn't look good. The problem is if you've got someone hanging on strings on a green screen background, and then you've just got loads of shit in the background that's all CGI, you're gonna really notice that guy's on strings.
1: They're just basically in Boss Nass's um, temple from Phantom Menace*. <laughs> so
2: it's is... my man! <laughs> Me's are going to go clean the tank now. Mommy! <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> I live for this. Family. Family. I, I want to become, I just to become family. Just put me Fast and Furious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is like, he should be, Jason Momoa should be in the Fast and the
0: Furious yeah. films. Yeah, too fast, like, he is too furious.
1: Perfect form. I still think we need to do the Fast and the Furious triple X crossover movie. So we get double the diesel.
0: 20,000 Fast yeah. Leagues to the Furious <laughs> the, the Aquaman Fast and the Furious They're both directed by James Wan Sander <laughs>
1: Cage they directed by James Wan
0: Yeah There you go Link them together Oh this could only be a crossover with Ghost Rider
1: We still need to do the Past the Furious don't we <laughs> The time travel movie Yes,
0: yes we do <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Sorry if you say that Just to yeah, end this yeah, bullshit go, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's almost Halloween so I watched a spooky movie.
0: You watched some spookums.
1: Do you know what spooky movie I watched?
0: Was it a gory one?
1: It was Halloween. Was
0: it a scary
1: one? I mean, it's scary if you're the sort of person who gets scared easily. Was Fucking it... cowards. Was it... Faye, I saw it? Halloween.
0: Oh. That's what I was As in the day. The new Halloween we'll look film. Looked calendar. Yeah, not and to be went, confused with... Halloween 2018. The
1: Rob Zombie Halloween film. Oh. Or not to be confused with, like, Halloween 2, even though it's a, it's the sequel to the first Halloween... And but it's not Halloween Two, which was the sequel to the first Halloween. It's ignoring Halloween Two, and it's the sequel to that. But it's called Halloween.
0: But possibly still took place in the same universe as Halloween Three.
1: No, no, because in Halloween Three, the first Halloween film was a movie. Well, yeah, It It's being played on TV.
0: It could be. It could have been the movie of the event. Oh yeah,
1: the, yeah, the TV, the Lifetime TV movie.
0: Be Lifetime. <laughs> Who made it? Lgn. Yeah, the game. The game. The video coming, game. Coming.
1: But yeah, um, Halloween, it's directed by David Gordon Green, which is I was incredibly sur- surprised about after I friggin' Why? looked at the credits. Because he fucking directed Pineapple Express a and great Your Highness. Film yeah, and
0: two great films.
1: Yeah, not exactly the films where you see a masterwork of craftsmanship going I on. I
0: stand by my Twitter comment that Your Highness is the best proof of concept for Ghostbusters effects nowadays. Nah.
3: No. It's no. actually a really good film, Your Highness.
0: Yeah. I, I think that my favourite line is Danny McBride. They go and see that weird caterpillar thing with the weed. Mm. And my favourite line is, is just, uh, they both toke on it. And then he gives it to James Franco. James Franco has a toke and then he gives it back to, back to Danny McBride who takes another massive toke and then hands it back to the caterpillar thing. And, and James Franco is just going, my mind is expanding. I can see the universe. And Danny McBride is just like, you're, you're embarrassing me. Stop Handle, your <laughs> Handle your shit. Handle your shit. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure my, blo- my brother was molested. <laughs> Let's go. Right,
1: <laughs> anyway, how do we... um, Because like, you know there's some directors where you sort of think there's an upper limit of their skill level mm-hmm. on how they make stuff? Yeah. Um, And, I'm, you know, if you go through David Gordon Green's filmography, um, there's nothing that you would say is upper-tier quality. He's
0: done some all-right writing.
1: He's, he, but he's not like... He, you never think he would be one of the ones to do, like stuff that looks beautiful and looks fantastic and is beautifully put together and Once all that stuff.
0: Those scenes where they use special effects and they've got like the witches and stuff fighting people, it's like modern day Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's
1: it's... But um, Halloween, it sort of like basically takes the original Halloween film and does a proper logical sequel, which is like, you know, years and years later, Michael Myers is still there. He's like, you know, in a mental assignment for years. No one's been able to get through to him this whole time. Um, people have come to visit him and try to interview him and different psychiatrists have gone in and they've all failed miserably supposed to be and control. all this sort of stuff and there's this whole stuff with um laurie who spent the entire time being a little bit of a nutter like you know she's got she lives in a house in the middle of nowhere she's got security all around it she's got like a shitload of guns she's been practicing she had a daughter and she raised her to teach her how to shoot guns and stuff yeah. not the daughter from halloween four it's a it's an actual daughter, a real one that we care about, by Judy Greer. Everyone loves Judy Greer. Hey. Um and she's now got a daughter as well. So Laurie's a grandmother in this film, which, hey. you know, and they still live in Haddonfield for some reason. You think you think she wouldn't? You think you the daughter the wouldn't away, live wouldn't wouldn't in Haddonfield? We? Yeah, but there's like a whole thing where there's like Laurie's daughter isn't too keen on her grandmother because her mother because of the whole being raised to shoot guns being taken away from her as a kid by social services, like she was separated from them. Because um, they said it was a dangerous environment and all this sort of stuff. Which is weird for in America for them to take someone away because there's guns around. Um, yeah. And her her daughter, her Lloyd's granddaughter, is like, she wants to reach out to her grandmother and, you know, be friends Correct. with her. You know, connect and all this. And they have a little connection between each other um, and stuff. So there's like three generations of Strodes, Chodes, Strodes, Triple Trodes, Um, And they're like, all got different perspectives on the whole thing. Like, because they're, it's like that whole thing of like people today don't un- like might not necessarily understand just how horrible World War 2 was because they didn't grow up in it. And it's like that. It's like Laurie Strode grew up in the horrors of being hunted down by Michael Myers, but her daughter had the after effect of it. So she's been directly affected by what happened that night, but her her daughter, the youngest one, mm. didn't. So she hasn't got that perspective of how terrible it was. She's just sympathetic towards it. Yeah. like she knows, oh, she knows it was a bad event. But she doesn't realise how bad it was. And one of the other characters in it mentions, like, oh, what, five kids got stabbed one night? That's nothing compared to what happens today. It's not that big a deal. And it's like, yeah, but you weren't there. Like, his perspective. Your perspective's all skew because of that. Um, and what's really cool with the film is that it brings Michael Myers back to being a monster again. And there is no, like, there's none of that bullshit where like, oh, he just wants to finish off Laurie Strode because it's, you know, she survived that night. He doesn't give a shit who Laurie Strode is. Like he doesn't care that Laurie was the one who stabbed him with a coat hanger and stuff in the first film and all this yeah. sort of thing. She was just some girl that fought back, and it was a bit harder for him to try to get to her than any others. Like if he had killed Laurie Strode, then he wasn't going to stop at that that point in the old in the original film.
0: No, he would just keep going. Yeah, he would have carried on.
1: Um, there's a line that dismisses the whole Laurie's her brother, her sister, his, uh, Michael Myers' sister mm. thing, um, which was actually one of John Carpenter's additions in Halloween too. Wasn't it? it? Was made up in that one, and everyone and it ignores Halloween too, which is interesting because Carpenter's involved in this film, He mm-hmm. produced and did the soundtrack for it and stuff. Um, soundtrack's fucking amazing. I've heard of the soundtrack. Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, Didn't
0: we have the, we had a discussion about it the other
1: yeah, day? did not we? It's really, it's really just top notch, top notch. Carpenter all done on a labo. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, the the way the film goes is just that Michael Myers has just got out and he's going to murder things, and that's what he's going to do. Yeah, he gets his mask back. There's his podcasters that um, were interviewing him and they had I've his heard mask. about that. And he gets his mask back. I heard and it doesn't
0: he, paint us very well in the film. We didn't mean to let him go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but the um one thing I was kinda hoping though, I was really hoping for this plot twist, but it didn't happen was the bus crashes, because of course it crashes. Yeah. The bus that's transporting him on Halloween. Um that crashes. And there's a bit where one of the sheriffs is like, Oh, there's still two patients missing. Um and it's like, you know, one of them's Michael Myers, oh shit. Mm. And he doesn't mention who the other one is, it's just no one. Um, but I was kind of hoping what would happen is is you'd get towards the end of the film and someone finds Michael Myers just wandering around in the field somewhere. <laughs> and this person killing everyone isn't Michael Myers. It's one of the other patients from the start who was screaming like crazy at the mask or something. And Michael Myers is just a vegetable. He's just wandering around in the middle of a field drooling and shit. I thought that would have been quite a cool plot That'd twist. That would have been a nice little twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the way it all builds up and the way Michael Myers just only ends up stalking Laurie at the end because... He crashes the car and like <laughs> this, this plot twist happens and he ends up...
0: I've heard some interesting uh, stuff about I'm this. I'm fine with
1: the plot twist. It's so bizarre. It's so campy and weird it's... and just done for the sake of it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. It's perfect. I've, um, heard,
0: well, I've heard what happens. I mean, do you want to... People go open?
1: super contrived. Like, I'm not going to go deep into it, but there is hints throughout the entire film that this guy's a nutter. Yeah. So it's fine. It's just fucking get on. You know, yeah, you're fine with it. Grow up.
0: It's, I mean, you, like, that's the thing. Like. As
1: long as a plot twist is, like, you have the hints going through it, and when it happens, it's believable that this guy's a nutter, or yeah. whatever. It's fine. It doesn't matter whether you think it's something that should happen. It doesn't matter what you think is the direction the story should have gone in. Yeah. What matters is, is that they established it and hinted at it and, got, and executed it, and it is definitely hinted at earlier on in the film. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Just go suck a dick. Um, some of the sequences in it, the kill sequences are really interesting because they haven't gone overboard with blood and gore and stuff. Like, they have gore moments, but it's never anything more than what you could have had in the 1970s, apart from one really lovely effect in one bit. But, like, there's one bit where Michael Myers, it's just like, it follows him from behind.
3: Yeah.
1: And it reminds me of shots from The Wrestler because there's a lot of shots of backs in The Wrestler. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: and it's just following him around. It's about a three, four minute sequence and he picks up a hammer and murders a woman in a kitchen. (sighs) like you see her walk off with this camera and it goes back here bang 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 and then she drops down on the floor like that and then he comes over and picks a kitchen knife off the table and he's walking around the street and he bumps into two kids like one of the bits in the original Halloween where some kids bump into Michael Myers in the street mm. and he doesn't do anything because he's not interested in killing kids no um, though he does kill a kid does he? <laughs> yeah um, and then he walks around you see him walk up to this house and he's stare staring watching a woman talking on the phone in the house and then the camera stays there while he walks off and you see his head go past the window at the corner no. Mm. And then she walks in. She's up at the window looking at the trick or treaters, and he comes up behind, just shoves a knife through the back of her throat and out the front, pulls it back, and then just carries on. And it's like this brilliant, like single tracking sequence, really nicely done. Um, there's loads of little callbacks to the original film, but they're done in like they're not done in ways. Where it's like, do you remember this? It's not. It's not Doctor McCoy working on a tribble because tribbles are a thing that exists in the universe yeah. in Star Trek. It's stuff like. Um, the granddaughter looking out the window and seeing Laurie stood over the other side of the street watching her, like, because she wanted to talk to her, I guess. Yeah. And she's like stood out there, like the scene in the original one where Laurie looks out the window and sees Mike Myers stood out in the street before she knows who Michael Myers is. It's just some weird guy in a boiler suit at that point, you know. Um, and Laurie gets thrown off a, a rooftop at one point towards some, towards the ground and everything. So you instantly, you'll instantly go, Oh, do you remember the first film? My Myers falling off, camera goes back, she's yeah. not there. Um, which is... Halloween 6 did the same thing, didn't Not Halloween 6, ha- Halloween Resurrection. When she dies, she gets she attacked and falls off the balcony and dies when she falls off the balcony. No, and she, she doesn't. She hangs. Does she hang? Oh, wait, no. She, no, she, no, she falls, falls off the balcony on, and goes, yeah, on the ground. On the yeah, day. and it looked really similar to that shot. I oh. think they were purposely remembering halloween resurrection the the best of all the i thought you know, like um the one where buster rhymes does kung fu and isn't michael it myers. the first
0: film where michael myers does that he well, falls out the window yeah, and yeah, disappears. yeah yeah that so, was the whole callback thing yeah so it was yeah. just yeah it was it was a plan on that i don't know if there's a plan i think that they genuinely want to separate themselves from resurrection and yeah yeah, H2O.
1: yeah yeah h2o's all right, H2O's Look, right fine
0: you go around dissing Joseph josh gone, hart right. its name Yeah, and then you like Halloween H2. The thing is, Josh
1: Hartnett can't see anything because he never opens his eyes. Look,
0: you got to watch Thirty Days of Night. It's great, and also Penny Dreadful. He's great in Penny Dreadful series one through three.
1: This Halloween film, though, freaking the whole way through the film, I was loving it. Like I wanted to go have a piss like twenty minutes into it Mm. because I foolishly drank some Pepsi, Mm. Um, and I didn't. I just held it for the whole two hours because I was like, I can't miss any of this. I had the
0: exact same thing earlier today that ten o'clock showing. Made the mistake of getting a green tea. Yeah. And I was fucking... It was that's ocha in Japanese. The last I've 25 minutes of that film. last 25 minutes. Oh, I had a full hour and a half, man. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, you know when it suddenly comes on yeah. and you genuinely, like, you fucking... You can barely hold it. I was, like, sweating it for the last 20 minutes. I was like, oh,
1: God. Oh, damn yeah. it. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah, this um, this film's it's beautifully shot. Like, I'm... That's why I'm pressed. it's frigging David Gordon Green because it's not shot, like, any of his other stuff. Like it's there's like there's a couple of awkward bits of comedy in there. It's fine. It did make me laugh a little bit, but um, but the way it's all shot together and the way the tension builds in some sequences, where like one of the kids, he's like in a garden, he's drunk, and he looks over and he's like, oh, don't worry, Mister, you know whoever lives in the house, because it's his name. You know, I'm just passing through. I'll be gone soon." And in the distance, in the dark, you can see like just the vague outline of someone and a little bit of paleness to the face, so you know it's Michael Myers. He yeah. doesn't. He's too drunk. And then it's got security lights on the garden, you know, the ones that activate with motion. And they go off. And then they come back on again. And he's not there. Mm. And they go off. And then he's walking around. He's trying to go, oh God, I can't see. And he moves around. The lights come back on. And then he sees like Michael Myers stood there. And at this point, no one knows who he is. And he's just like, uh, why are you dressed like that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and then the lights go off. And the next thing he goes, <laughs> like frigging chasing him and all this. But it's a brilliantly tense scene just with the lights flicking off, coming back on again. Michael yeah. Myers has moved. It's like brilliantly done. um, Yeah. And there's another tense sequence towards the end when Laurie's going around her house and she's like shutting, she's checking each of the rooms and she's got security doors on them that she can hit so the doors come down. Yeah. So she's going around basically clearing the house to make sure Michael Myers isn't in any of the rooms and she goes into the last room where she's got all her mannequins she used for shooting practice in mm. and it's this whole thing where she's like shining the light around at all these pale-faced mannequins yeah. trying to find Michael Myers and there's a locker in the a closet in the corner with the sliding doors like what she hid in. And there's all this whole bait and switch and stuff, like, brilliant. It's the only Halloween film other than Season of the Witch, which is worthy of the first film cause Season of the Witch is a masterpiece. Everyone knows that. Friggin' Tom Atkins and Dana and Hellerly in it, man. Yeah they had a Stonehenge stone that they got from Stonehenge <laughs> and that gave them magic shamrock powers and stuff well, look, and it happened. killed a kid here's,
0: here's what happens we need the magic powers so we went to stone yeah. Stonehenge Stonehenge were like you can't have any of our magic powers yeah. and we were like we're going to go to the other and it was Stonehenge. a full
1: size Stonehenge yeah, as well Stonehenge. it wasn't in yeah. danger of being trampled underfoot by a midget we're going
0: to we're gonna go find another Stonehenge we found another Stonehenge we got a stone it turns out that when we put it in masks it turns people's faces into bugs as
1: we all know the best films have a Stonehenge magic stone
0: just so happened Season
1: of the Witch <laughs> Spinal Tap Troll 2. They <laughs> all have Stonehenge. I mean, yeah, look, there you
0: go. Mm. That's the list of comprehensive... That is that's the BFI. Movies. That's the yeah. classics list, isn't it? Just yeah. those free films.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um... No!
2: Shut it off! Shut it off!
0: Yeah,
1: Halloween is a fantastic, it's, worthy I'm, follow-up. I'm so I don't fantastic. like Halloween too much. I'm really of this bad f- opinion that people seem to love Halloween too. Not the Rob Zombie sequel. Fuck that film. Um, the original Halloween too. I always struggle with Halloween. Um, Halloween. Which Dana Carvey's in. Yeah. Um... The only reason I don't like that film is because, as far as I'm concerned, that first night, that's enough. The idea that, oh, later that night, even more murders happened, that always bothered me. And then there was this whole, like, it's all set inside a hospital and everything, and it feels, I mean, claustrophobic, I guess, but at the same time, it feels like nothing's going on. Yeah. It's just a bunch of killings.
0: It's too too much stuff you can murder with in a hospital.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember Octavia Spencer getting stabbed to death in the Halloween 2 yeah. remake? And it's a dream sequence, I think, wasn't it? And he's like, Aah.
0: Yeah. That film's terrible. Um I um so uh, this is my problem. The whole like the horror series, Halloween is always the one I'd say is the worst. Nah, the thing is with Halloween, it they
1: it should be grounded fully in reality. Yeah. Like, I don't mind Michael Myers being really fucking hard to kill. Yeah. But he's just a guy. But the, they started adding supernatural shit. Yeah. Halloween was... four works well because it is a straightforward it's basically a remake of the first Halloween done on a bigger yeah. budget, but it works really well in that aspect, and it has a really cool plot twist ending thing going on. Um, well, apparently
0: Halloween 4 is the one before the stupid one, right? Yeah,
1: Halloween five is bad, and then 6 is the one with the friggin' cult of... Pool Rudd. Yeah, Pool Rudd. That's because the cult stuff yeah, was in so the fifth five,
0: one. 5 and 6 are the ones that were yeah. made next to each other, back to back. Yeah. yeah,
1: and Halloween H2O ignores 4, 5, 6. Yeah. H2O's alright. It's decent a very 90s road. movie.
0: h 20 is really you know what the thing is though with H2O you see what that problem is he's focusing on Laurie.
1: Yeah, they should have never made him assist his her uh, brother. <laughs> just, that's the problem. But
0: I mean like in terms of in terms of the films that is probably the most realistic of all of them. The new one is
1: new one has the exact same tone as the first film. Yeah, but it but feels
0: I mean, like, like a sequel. Even the first film had like unrealistic aspects like when he just mm. disappeared at the end. Halloween yeah. I mean, H2O very small body count. And the yeah, killers like have four
1: people killed. Uh, so five or six. Yeah. yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And Hartnick dies,
0: doesn't he? Yeah, well, three of them die. So you yeah. got three people in the beginning. you got Then Michael Myers friends.
1: dies at the end, except in Resurrection he put his mask on someone so else. Actually,
0: that's not true. You got that's what happens
1: in Resurrection, isn't they? They make out, it? It turns out Michael Myers put his mask on someone else. Yeah, yeah. And that's who got so killed. So
0: when, when he was trying to get the mask, it was actually because his <laughs> larynx was crushed. Yeah. Oh, they're just... I, this is the problem I had I was always a Nightmare on Elm Street kid Like I, I watched all yeah, those Friday films, the 13th man. Friday the 13th wasn't something I watched until I was a little bit older but the problem with Friday the 13th was if you didn't have tapes because you are remember, we're from the tape age if you didn't have the tapes or you didn't have a mate who had a few of the tapes you wouldn't watch it mm-hmm. I had all the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff my parents loved that shit so I watched mm-hmm. it
1: all the thing is the, the Friday the 13th films they've got some bad films but at the end of the day they all build towards Jason X and that is the magnum opus
0: I'm going to say, I'm gonna say it's, it's kind of the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. Number on Elm Street, one and two aren't mm. great. No. Nah. But then you've got three, which is spectacular. You've got Four's kind it's, of okay. F- five's the Dream Boys, isn't it? No, three's the Dream Warriors. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and then good five's
0: good. the Dream Child. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of drop off then. Like, one and two are good. They really like New great. Nightmare. New Nightmare, I didn't I love,
1: like. I love, I love. You can see what is going on for there, and You can see how Scream was the next evolution of that. And scream should have just been one film.
0: I actually, I actually, <laughs> people people say it's bad. I I don't find it good, but I can watch Nightmare, um, Nightmare on Elm Street two a bunch of times. That's a fucking stupid film, but it's fun. Hmm. Um, and also, it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's all to do with sexuality and like the director. <laughs> the director was gay and then the, the main car no, it wasn't the, David Okoto who directed it, no, it was it. Wasn't. and then the lead then the lead <laughs> character was a kid who was who came out like a year after it was made like everyone on this it was just gay and it's all about like Freddy comes out of him like he gets possessed by Freddy Freddy uh, comes out of him it's just it's really gory though really well done like he, the nails like his nails split and then the blades come out and stuff it's really sexy. weird looking um,
1: yeah anyway yeah. go watch Halloween yeah fucking good film if you want to see people getting stabbed and strangled
0: I've heard it's fucking brutal. And
1: maybe a head crushing
0: just enjoy it. I've heard it is fucking brutal. Yeah. How tall is the guy that plays him? Is he not very tall? He's, not my he's
1: like six foot something. He's pretty tall.
0: Is he really?
1: Yeah but yeah. so's is J- friggin Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah she's like six. She's they? like six two or something. She's like <laughs> surprisingly tall.
0: But no yeah. wonder she had to have Josh Hartnett as a child. He's six three. You have someone who's yeah. slightly taller.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's got a square head. So anyway yeah that's it that's it. yeah that's it that's the last ever Crit Apocalypse uh, <laughs> <laughs> what episode was it 95 96 96 yeah. shit yeah. we've
0: been doing this for 4 years over 4 years now say goodbye to the children bye everyone I hope you have a good week uh, you can find Anne at LV54 Space Monkey on Twitter uh. or you can find him on, uh, at Mellow Gaming on YouTube he is the most popular Mellow Gaming channel is that still true? Possibly. How many viewers have you got now? How many? Seven hundred and sixteen. See, look, he's rising up those ranks. Soon enough, he'll yeah, if be able I made to get... more
1: videos or people watch them,
0: you get money. I watched yeah. you one of your. Vi- I watched one of your videos the other day. Did you watch
1: the Silent Hill Let's Play? No, I didn't. I was going to. You need so to watch I'm that. Saving
0: that, I'll save that.
1: Up. Where Paul? I got Paul. We were going to play Resident Evil for Halloween. Yeah. And Paul went. Do you remember that Silent Hill demo? It really put me off playing the full game. It was too scary. I Went. Do you know what demo disc I still actually have? <laughs> that <laughs> only one I still have, Paul. Jesus. So he played Silent Hill demo disc. That game looks really good for...
0: Really? Yeah, for
1: for the age it is. I know,
0: yeah, like... Yeah. It's still got, like, some jaggy edges and shit. It's sugar.
1: atmospheric as
0: fuck. Yeah, it is, it is. I yeah. like the way they angle it as well. Yeah. And they, they take the Resident Evil concept and they just tweak it with some 3D images, yeah. yeah it's good. Um, um, yeah, okay. You oh, you can find me at Chris Bocalypse. As always... Smoke wheel. fucks kids. Then.
3: What?
1: What? What? Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, don't forget to set an alarm to remind yourself about Dre Dre yeah yeah you don't want to forget about Dre yeah they
0: all forgot about
1: me yeah they forgot about Dre yeah
0: oh 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 is there anything coming out you're excited for
1: Taiko no Tatsujin drum and fun on the Switch when's it out next this, next, this Friday <gasps>
0: have you pre ordered it
1: no I'm just going to go get it yeah. is it
0: actually going to be sold in game oh god they're not going to have it in there are they I'll just order yeah. it on Amazon Fuck yeah it.
3: order
1: it on Amazon <laughs> Anyway, anyway right, smell, you later. smell you later chill Blains